All right. I've got some uh, some stuff for you, Neil. Do you? You got some stuff? Oh, some stuff. Some of the good stuff? Oh. Good stuff. Okay. Edgerton Park Arena. Yeah. Do you remember that? I sure never heard of it. You never heard of the Edgerton Park Arena I in sure Rochester? I not, no. Mm-mm. You weren't in Rochester with Lester Harrison? Oh, Lester Harrison. Oh, you, I thought you were talking about Detroit. No, I'm talking about Rochester. Oh, yeah. yeah, I saw games that, uh, yeah, Lester Harrison was the Royals coach and Red Auerbach was the Celtics coach. He yep. used to scream and holler and carry on. Bobby Wanzer, Bob Davies, Arnie Risen. Now we're talking. Yeah, well, the Dick Stockton... Wanted me to pass that along to you that he was uh, he was there in those days. Yeah, I'll bet. Well, he was, was five he, years old. Did he have the same bad hairpiece? <laughs> he doesn't have a hairpiece. Oh, well, it looks like it. He had uh, some surgery. Yeah. But anyway. What do you mean by uh, that? He, Lobotomy? <laughs> he listens to you regularly. Yeah, I bet he does. He still sucks. <laughs> Is he there? He did. He's around, yeah. yeah. Probably a good guy, but he sucks on the air. Well, very, he wanted me to stilted. tell you that... Uh, very stilted. I don't care how much he kisses my ass. He sucks. He wanted me to bring these if things to your there, attention. home run. What a call. That, you know something? That one and the Dave Van Boring's call of the Marlins winning the series, those have to be two of the most pathetic, cr- critical calls, World Series uh, or playoff ending calls in the history of sports. Anyway, what? That's it. Oh. He had some other stuff, too. We'll talk about that. Yeah. Different like what? Never mind, Beast. Oh, come on. Let's go. Don't hold back. I'll have to tell you oh, when I get back. you disappointed because I don't want to... See, I'm not like Larry King. In other words, just because somebody kisses my ass, I'm not going to kissy-kissy back. <laughs> Especially when they look like Dick Stockton. You know what I'm saying? Well, he just happens to enjoy you. That's well, okay. good. So does Brent Mouseberg. At least Brent's got a sense of humor. Well, maybe Dick does, too. I yeah, he know. does. As a matter well, good. He doesn't mind the fact that I rip him an ass. No, he knows you rip him. I'm just kidding. Not. <laughs> He's all right. He never stole a freight train. You know something, good... Neil? There, yeah, there are some people you rip who get it. Yeah. What, what does that mean? I'm hoping he doesn't get it. <laughs> no, no, no. They, you know what I'm talking about. There were like there are some people who you, uh, you know, rip you mean like Red Cortex? I see. He, you chatted him up, is what he says in the Herald. You chatted him up. I, I ran into British. him yesterday, and yeah, I, I hope with a Mac, Mac truck. I got, I got it. Listen, I have a copy bogus. of an email. Will you listen to me? Yeah. I have a copy of an email in my hand right now, and that's going to answer a lot of questions. Yeah. Even though our station, you know, a bunch of wusses, but that, that, that's their problem. I, I wash my hands of it. You know, I did my best. This is an email from Alan Brown. Do you know who that is? Yeah, I do. The Vice President of Communications for Sports, sports Talk. One of the great Twitter. phonies in the world. Well, I, as a matter of fact, if you'd like to email him and tell him what a phony he is and about how we're on to his uh, phony uh, poll there, you can email him at abrown at 790theticket.com. All one word, A. Brown. At, and by the way, heck of a job, Brownie. A. Brown at 790theticket.com. Here's his email. Wait till you hear all the people it's written to. From Amanda Lipman, Howard Davis. Not Howard David. Is it? Oh, doi, doi, Howard doi, doi. Davis. John Stugatz Wiener. Scott Betcher, is it? Becker, Betcher? Becker. Steve Brancic, uh, Gino Polito, Brian Fuhrerberg, Michael Smith, Jim Favola, John Travolta, Teresa Griffin, <laughs> Terry Griffin, Victor Aguirre, uh, 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 Christina Aguilera, Allison Turner, Jason Salotkin, Zach Krantz, Jonathan Zaslow, Brandon Guzio, Richard Egedge, uh, Mark Hockman, Hockmanish Fanchinik, Rich, oh, by the way, uh, I hope the Beast understands that when you get a spin on that, that the computer, you already know, you know this, don't you? Yeah. When you get to spin, the computer already decided what you're going to get. It's just a dog and pony show. You do know that. No, it's all luck. No, no, that's absolutely untrue. 
It's all luck. My finger decides it all. Okay, whatever you say. Uh, yeah, you got a lucky finger because I know where you store it. Rectum. Richard E., Kurt Murphy, R Kevin Rogers, Lindsey Dean, Lindsey Nelson, Dizzy Dean, J.J. <laughs> Jackson. It's uh, everybody who works Max at that Lorber, stage. Max listen to me. Natalie Blind, Adrian Bast, Jeremy Peltz, uh, Lindsey Dean again, uh, Phil Shane, Mark Eisenberg, Vimeer Bistu Shane, and every... Got like 8,000 names on here, and here's what it says. Greg Cody is doing a web pool on Radio Wars in South Florida. He's looking for your favorite least favorite host. Please vote, and let's crush the QAM. Here's the link. And there's the link, blogs.herald.com. And it's signed Alan T. Brown, Vice President of Communications, Sports Talk 790 The Ticket, with his phone number and his uh, A. Brown at the 790theticket.com. At, at the top of this, it says, I came upon this email, thought I might amuse you, signed a friend. So maybe somebody on the inside over there walked it across the street, or who knows, you know, or tipped off somebody inside and they made a copy of it. So, so obviously they were like uh, daisy chaining. See what I'm saying? So, so there's about a hundred names on here, or at least thirty or forty, anyway. About thirty, man. And if each of them sent it out to like uh, you know fifty people, you see what I'm saying? It's a daisy chain. He's a liar and a fake. So it's obvious that Alan Brown, they felt that this was extremely important. So, so maybe it's a good thing that our people didn't get involved because you know they're, they're beating us by a couple hundred votes. Let them take some comfort in that, you know, yeah, they can't I mean, you know the, the, whole thing really is a, the whole thing's a fraud. Yeah, but it doesn't have to be a fraud. fraud. If people wouldn't have wished out, man, we got such a bunch of, uh, I don't know. It's just, I just, I, like I said, I give up. I, I just throw in the towel. I do my thing 10 to 2, and that's it. I talk to you in the morning, which is fine. That's it. 2 o'clock, it's like, remember the song by Roger Williams and Jane Morgan 100 years ago on Cap Records called Two Different Worlds? Remember that song? Yeah. Yeah, that, that's, that's it. We got two different worlds on this station. There's me and you guys. Well, I is uh, Alan Brown's the guy who sent out a press release to the writers. Nice that, job, that Brownie. When uh, the president of the Marlins was on uh, their afternoon show, yeah, and he asked if it was true that I had a that they had a higher rating than I did, and they said uh, yes, and uh, he said uh, that. Uh, Nobody ever listens to me or something like that. Really? Yeah. And so uh, Alan Brown sent out the release. Well, nobody printed it because everybody knew it was BS, you know. Uh, Alan Brown is just a scum. I mean, how can you lie about the ratings? And that's back in the day when they because were Because the guy's a liar and a yeah. phony. You're a liar and a phony, Alan. And he's a cheap shot artist. And, yeah, uh, and, your, and your website and uh, your uh, email address is abrown at 790theticket.com. If he fell off a cliff, I wouldn't miss him. Not only that, but... his uh, email there with uh, you know complaints about we know not that you're that, trying to fix the poll. Not only that, I know people who hired him as a consultant who have yeah. been very Oh, consultant. Yes. Can I tell you a funny story? Remember Walter Sabo? Yeah. A real a-hole. He was a Paxson consultant for IOD for a while. In fact, he hired Karen Kay, who was his lady friend. And the first night on the air, she was bragging about the fact that she was a banging the uh, consultant. But anyway, and that's a true story. Yeah. So anyhow, Walter Sabo, who's a backstabber and a real a-hole, he cozies up to the talent. Then he goes back to the management and, you know, like rats us all out and stabs us in the back. He killed Jerry Williams. He caused him to have a heart attack because he screwed him over at WRKO in Boston. But anyway... So Walter Sabo calls Norma Kent a few days ago. Happens to know the guy that owns CFRB in Toronto. Well, CFRB, which is 1010 on the dial, same as INS in New York, CFRB is 50,000 watts, very prestigious uh, station here for years and years, and now it's the talk station. And the owner, who's just, you know, he owns just this one station, is a huge fan of mine. He's got a place down there in, where the hell did he say, somewhere down there in South Florida, Winterhome. And he would love to have me on the air sometime on CFRB, 
uh, for fun. In other words, not to pay me, but just to come on just for fun. Isn't that great? Yeah. Yeah. Not. Now, let <laughs> yeah. me just tell you this, because we all know the FCC and Joyce. we got both of them around our neck. But setting Joyce aside, the FCC, we know how repressive they are. The CTRC, which is the equivalent in Canada of the FCC, they make the FCC look like George Carlin. Okay, that, that's how re uptight and repressive they are. Even though CBC will very often use the F word or SH word in their news, you know, like a news story or whatever, no problem, or a movie. But as far as talk shows, man, if I said crap the first time, they would come in and bodily drag me out of the studio. So the idea that I'd be on the air here is uh, the chances are, and especially for fun. Yeah, for fun. Because <laughs> lately, especially, fun. I'm not doing it for fun. Just give me the money, please. Not, yeah, no, exactly. no fun. Especially when you're working for this outfit. But Clarence, uh, you know, Clarence is getting a lobotomy today. In fact, before he goes off, he's going to get himself a nice blueberry enema. He's doing that right now. I could use one of those. Clean out his brains. Yeah. I'm talking experience. to Neil right now. Who are you, who are you yeah. talking to? There, Dick, Dick Stockton? Stockton is standing in front of me. Hey, Dick, how you doing, baby? Hold on you a are second. really. We'll get you a, a now, who's that hot chick that he's married to? He's married Leslie to Leslie Visser. Leslie Visser. There you go. And Leslie Visser also loves this show. Chick. Well, thank right. you. That's nice. You, for 52 years old, that's a compliment. No, Neil's 52. older than that. No, my. <laughs> yeah, get out of here. Oh my God, you're old enough to be my grandpa. Are you kidding me? Man, I got to tell you... Neil. Neil, a year ago, I'm walking along my complex. I walk. You three sound miles so Jewish, you know. It. When you <laughs> go ahead. Okay, so Neil, I'm walking along, and then I know I was on uh, on the radio on Friday, which, and then you had a couple of comments about me, and I, all these cars are stopping as I'm walking, and they're saying, "Did you hear what Neil just said about you?" Really? I said, "I'm yeah. listening to it." And then another car, Neil just ripped you when you walked by. I said, "Let me walk." As long as they keep talking about you, man, it, I mean, no, two things true. that you're that's still true. alive. I, I'm telling Hank, I enjoy. I, you know, I'm down in Boca. I listen to you guys. Well, let me ask you now: When you were in Boca, you got playing golf with Mo Howard David? <laughs> Come on. Come on. You don't have to hold back. He's not on the air anymore. You don't have to hold back. I, I, have, played go- I have played golf with him. Yeah, and, and did you swap hair pieces or what? Uh, huh? I don't, don't wear a hair piece. Did his muskrat, you know atta- muskrat you, attack you? And he doesn't wear one either anymore. Yeah, and you, wanna, you know, you're talking to the guy who embarrassed him out of it. I know. Yeah, he shamed him out of that dead muskrat. Let him laugh. You know it's the truth. You know I'm it's laughing. the truth. We love it. We love it. Leslie says, you listen to what you, you have Neil on, you listen to Neil. We have a great time. So I yeah. really appreciate it. It makes the walk go Well, back. congratulations on getting a nice young wife. Well, thank you. She is younger than I am, I might add. Especially for a guy as bland as you are, man, to have a hot wife. That's really Oh, I know, I know. But you, you know, on television, you don't you want people talking too much, You must have something we don't much, know about, Neil. I'll tell you that. Neil, you don't want people talking too much on TV, right? That's for sure. Yeah. Okay, listen, uh, uh, whatever your name is, uh, Dick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> have a great life, man. You're great. Yeah, I am. You're the Super Bowl. I, I am. Who's calling the Super Bowl? Hey. Who's calling the Super Bowl? It's called the Super Bowl. Who's calling it? Yeah. Uh, well, Al, uh, Al Michaels oh, Alan, and John Madden, ABC. Oh, Alan Madden are doing it. Yeah, yeah but Dick is doing the uh, international we broadcast. We do the international broadcast. Oh, in other words, in a foreign language. Yeah, we do. We speak in tongues. Yeah, that's we what speak I heard. That's we what talk out of, we're, we're bilingual, Neil. We speak out of both sides. Yeah, of that's what I heard. Bi is the operative word. Well, listen, yeah. have a great life. <laughs> okay, uh, thank say, you very much. And say hi to your golfing buddy there in Boca. Okay. thank you, Neil. Maybe he'll pick up the tab for you next time. I doubt maybe. See you, pal. Okay. Neil? special, man. It was good. Good. Glad you liked it. Yeah. Anyway, no Alan Brown, but then again, heck of a no, job, Brownie. That's definitely not. Back to that guy. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I better not. I'll wind up. No, go way. ahead. He, go ahead. Uh, a, fr- a friend of mine hired him as a consultant, and he promised him all kinds of things. Uh, 
he was going to do for him, and uh, he uh, got paid, and uh, yeah. apparently none of the things materialized. Mm-hmm. So. Well, he sure whipped up about this uh, blog thing, man. He's all foaming at the mouth, and he's got them a couple hundred votes ahead, and they're, like, circulating this email, and they got the daisy chain going. They're probably, like, standing over each one of these people on there with a whip, making them, like, uh, hop on their computers, you know. Well, that's what I told Cody yesterday. I just walked up, and I said, don't you think it's odd that, like, 900 votes came in in two hours for one Mm -hmm. station? And he's trying to tell me that, uh, that it's... The system is foolproof against yeah, that right. sort of thing. Oh, give me a break. Yeah. You can vote yeah. on there like every two minutes if you want. So who that was our chat. In addition to which, and, and he looks at you with a straight face, even though he's on their payroll over there, and he's on with his buddy Labaster, the, the singing sports fairy every afternoon. Who's he kidding? Who is he kidding? <laughs> Jesus Christ, Cody. You ought to get him in there. Then, then we'll accomplish something. Get him in there tomorrow morning. I'll put him on the air. Phony, but kisser, man. Talk about this. He is the epitome of what the Herald's all about. Bush League isn't even the word for it. I wouldn't wipe my ass with the Herald, especially with his page, especially with his face on it. Oh, no, in fact, now that I think of it, I take that back. You would. Yeah, I would. You definitely <laughs> would. Well, you have a nice day. I, I absolutely will. In fact, I'm going to go get. Uh, I'm going to go get some of that. What's that? Uh, Seneca. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I use that. Okay. Get that. The page that's got Greg Cody's picture on it, and I'm going to do a real number on it. Maybe he'll, maybe when you see him next time, he'll have a strange aroma about him, although he probably already does. Well, that All was right. nice talking to Dick Stockton this morning. He sure as hell is no Alan Brown. Yeah, that's for sure. Well, that really got you going, just to mention that. Yes. I'm going to read this uh, email. In fact, I got Don't ever read it to want... me again. <laughs> <laughs> a Brown at 790theticket.com. You might want to, send him, you want to have Beast email him your regards from Detroit, from the Super Bowl. Yeah. Typing out his You know what? Since have the him come up here. We'll send him on a, nice, uh, on a nice long journey through Midtown. Yeah, that's a good idea. Beast can take him walking on 12th Street late at night. That's yeah. right. I'll give you all the right neighborhoods, man. Have a good Believe day. Me, I know my Detroit. I will talk to you tomorrow. Well, get out to a Northville Downs, by the way. You've been there once before. It's not too uh, yeah. late to go again. Okay. Brad see Kramer you. is. Just remember, Brad Kramer, every race. Trust I got me. Gotcha. Every race is an adventure. Okay, listen. See you tomorrow. All right. Hi, this is Red. I like to go fishing inside the shower store. Slip side as I go swishing and slapper off the wall. I bend over forward, try to hate it at my day. But I'm much too small, my tiny feet are away. Why did you get on my leg? When April showers come my way, I like a golden shower. Oh! And squirt, squirt, and spray, taking a golden shower. I like a golden shower. Down before I stop to scrub, I rinse off my wee wee with a pair of Lupa gloves. The wind on my clothes makes me feel so wet and wild. He needs a scream when I paint myself in miles. Aren't you glad that I am smiling? Welcome. I like a golden shower. Oh, yeah. That's just enough to make me cry, you know? Yeah. 
Well, he uh, did a fine job, as usual, chicken neck. That's great. Got a little carried away in one of the other ones, but that's beside the point. Oh, if you mention that to Claire, it said he's got no clue, but I guess he already knows that. I'll, uh, I'll have him do it over. See, it's one thing. What? The bit. Oh, yeah, the uh, Geldia 2 on that one. Because he says small, <laughs> can't say that no more. Or less. Oh, there's John Bolton with that obnoxious mustache. Take a puke at that. Oh, oh my you. God. You notice how more and more of these uh, new guys, they got the uh, mustache. Yeah. And if he could put a little, like, uh, shoe polish on it that Reagan left over, he can look just like Hitler. Well. Anyway, Alan Brown writes. I'll get to that in a minute. I'm, I'm only going to read that. How many times today? About 30, man. It is so amusing. What is his uh, email again? Abrown at 790theticket.com. Might want to just let him know that we're on to him and his daisy chain and how desperate they Oh, yeah, let's get... Yeah, I mean, we had, we're trying to have some fun with it and uh, just bury them, which would have been appropriate. And the rest of the station, like, nah, nah, we, we got important things to talk about, like that. You know, so to hell with it. I, uh, you know, I, I gave them an 800-vote lead, and they just dropped it right on the ground. They said, right, vote camper sat his fat ass right down on the ground and refused to move. And that, that's fine. You know, it's hard to move when you're that big. In fact, talking about uh, personality transplant. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Oh. Neil Rogers. The is an apology from the headquarters of Neil Reed Inquisitions. 56. Yes, it's been brought to our attention from outside sources, since uh, we never listen to radio anyway, that uh, the only lucrative show we have on the air, the Neil Rogers Show, I believe it is, has been playing farts again. Now, this flies in the face of God and the FCC. Well, not really the FCC, but we know so little of broadcasting, we don't want to take any chances. Subsequently, this validates our fear of syndicating Neil's show on our other stations. Uh, not that it ever would have occurred to us in the first place. Uh, we're much too busy convincing ourselves that we know what we're doing. After all, we are based in prestigious Fort Myers, a town that Oscar named after his weedy. Suffice it to say, if you want to feel important, rent office space above a seashell store in Fort Myers. And get more cosmopolitan than that. Uh, uh, not to mention, uh, as a Florida-based business, uh, we benefit by not having to pay our bills or employees. Uh, uh, so, uh, I, uh, well, that's good, Joyce. Thank you. Uh, I'm done. You don't look good. Oh, man. <clears throat> I think somebody just got joiced. Uh-oh. Anyway, 22 after 10. Oh, look at that. There's that crazy Andrea Yates has been released. She's walking out. She's got her little brown sack that she borrowed from Barry Jackass. And she's waltzing right out there. How do you like uh, that? What's going, that all about? She's going to the funny farm. We'll get there probably. Oh, is that where she's going? Or are you joking? Yeah, no, no. That's, she's going to... Uh, oh, thank goodness. Because it says Yates released. So I thought maybe like out of the uh, real world. No, no. She's uh, being committed. I see. Well, here's somebody who probably ought to be on line 9. QAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. What's going on with your signal? Bad. It's, it's like fading in and out. You no, so what else? Where, where are you, hey. like in Jacksonville? No, I'm in the point. In fact, I'm right next to Fort Lauderdale International. And, uh, uh, too far away, too far away. But, probably, hey, listen, we got to conserve, man. That's the new Beasley deal. That's the new strategy. That's why we're eliminating uh, 400 jobs. we only got 100 people working there. We're eliminating 400 jobs. I will and say we're... Off the air for a second there in the beginning. Yeah. So that might well, be that's what not what this guy's about. talking about. Maybe when we came back on, we're like using that backup transmitter, the one that the guy climbed up on uh, behind the Herald. That, that, I find out that's the backup tower. 
Not the transmitter, but it's a backup tower. Did you know that? Yeah. We Maybe the guy's back up on it. Anyway, I changed my mind. I think because we're only 200 and I just looked at that thing because uh, Hank uh, and between the Alan Brown thing and just frost my ass this email. Only 280 votes behind. I don't care about the individuals because those, those guys don't care enough about it to plug for themselves, so why should I care? But the thing where it says, which of the big two stations do you prefer for sports radio? Uh, and, of course, Greg insists, Greg Kotex, that you've got those uh, safety valves in there so you can't vote twice. But wouldn't it be something okay. if all the 1,893 people that voted for QM just all tried to vote again, when, like right now? I'm doing it. <laughs> I mean, I know it couldn't possibly work, but nevertheless... It's on the Miami Herald web, web uh, front page, okay? You go about two-thirds of the way down on the right-hand side. There and it, says, it says, Greg Cody, uh, random uh, evidence blog. And then you go all the way to the bottom of the thing. And which of the big two stations do you prefer for sports radio? And you vote for QAM or hey, for... Uh, hey, you know, we could do a test. I beg your pardon? We could do a test. You could view it while I vote and see if it changes. Oh, okay. Because I don't well, know. But I don't, how am I going to know if it's you? Well, it, it'll be something. That's, your, that's a good point. Because if you're the only one I can get to vote again, I'm not. That doesn't say much about the power. Oh, of God. Oh, what's the total? The total is twenty-one seventy-eight for seven ninety the ticket and uh, eighteen ninety-three for QAM. All right, I just voted for Hank. No, but I'm not talking about that. I don't care. That's fine. I'm happy well, about see, that. But I'm, not, uh, yeah. I'm not looking at that. Which of the big two stations do you prefer for sports radio? We didn't have time to pouch you around with those individual, uh, who do you hate, who do you, the best, the worst, the most mediocre, the most ponderous, the fattest. Right. No, we're looking at, uh, you know, which just, do you prefer? I just hit on QAM. Yeah, and what does it say? What's the total now? 1899 to 2198. Well, that's not good, and that means we just got six and they got 20. That means that uh, Eisenberg and Lorber and uh, Kevin Rogers and Kurt Murphy and Mark Hockman and Richard Eag and Zach Krantz and Jonathan Zaslow and Brian Fuhrberg and Stu Gotswiener and his daddy and mommy and uh, the dog and Scott Fetcher, they're all voting like a hand over a rail impressed. This is good. Well, let's have an all-out battle today. I think, uh, let's, guess what? let's just kick their disgusting ass. What? I think you can vote multiple times. I'm clicking multiple times. I am times. telling you, you can vote as often as you want. And when, listen, you believe Greg Kotex at the Herald. Do you think nope. he has any idea about He wouldn't know the Internet's from Al Gore's ass. Who are you kidding? WQAM, Internet Central. Hello. Yes. 10, 11 till 10, 20. I've heard about one minute of your show. You've been on and off the air since. Oh. Well, thanks for the bad news. How do you like that? See, we're trying to like, this is great. This is great. Has Clarence been in there to say you guys have been off the air a whole bunch? Uh, Miguel told me. Yeah. What about our program director? What about junior program director? What the hell is he doing besides getting that blueberry enema today? Maybe he can't get the chew out. I could really use a uh, blueberry enema today. Yeah. Not from what I'm hearing. A little too no, much hey, sugar in that. Somebody bring a all that melting pot the other day. Somebody bring Just a cut down on the azucar, baby. Like uh, Celia Cruz would say, azucar, azucar. Just cut it down. And cut her down, too, oh, like a tree. I this fancy lighter. Like here. an oak tree. Careful. So, now, so have we got it straightened out now? I mean, if we're not on the air, I'm not going to sit here and spend a lot of energy and then wonder how come I can't get any response. This is, this is so typically a QAM, man. No, we're straightened out now, though. And you're straightened out? Well, don't let Duff hear it. WQAM, hello. Yeah, Neil. Yes, sir. Yeah, your signal's been cutting in and out since you started the show, even like during the commercials. Right. Hey, can I give you a website to check out? What is it, one that I'm going to get a worm from or something? No, no, no. It's oh, uh, that worm now. they got that new worm making the rounds. It's 911truth.org. Oh, yeah, somebody already gave that to me. Let me write it down again because I keep I write these down and I lose whatever I wrote it on. Also, Truth.org. I got, some, I got some bad news for you for Michigan. 
Yeah. Ted Nugent's running for governor. Well, good luck to all of us, okay? And thank God I'm not in Kalamazoo nor more Southfield. Okay, see you in Ypsilanti, Pally. So Alan Brown writes... <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, I love it. So in other words, uh, we haven't even been on the air. We're still gaining a few votes on there. Everybody's got to vote again on that uh, which station. Oh, look at that, 1921 already. Yeah, I voted like ten times already. Yeah, but so are their people. This is, this is good, man. It's like Ricky uh, Martin would love this. It's like a ping contest. He'd probably love to get right in the middle, in between the two stations. 10.27 at QAM. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. If you're a mighty big star who's known for crashing cars and snorting stuff up your nose. Y'all know who we are. You've got an eating disorder and you punched a reporter and there's a picture of you with no clothes. Oops. Well, you're wanted by the cops and your last movie flopped and why did you color your hair? Before the paparazzi get you, you've got to get your picture on the cover of Vanity Fair. Vanity Fair. Gonna get your picture on the cover. Blame it all on your stage mother. Yep. Gonna do some damage control on the cover of Vanity Fair. It's all your PR guys' idea. On the cover of Vanity Fair. <laughs> I don't believe it. Look at that girl. She's a big name beauty who's appeared in movies, and you've seen her in the picture show. Yeah, I saw Ghost Bruce Willis is her hubby, and she's got a little baby that she brings to the studio. Right. She makes all kinds of toes about all kinds of clothes, but the clothes she doesn't wear are the clothes that are painted on the girl who's naked on the cover of the Vanity Fair. came out when we played that about 85 years ago, that she'd be doing Ashton Coochie Coo now, huh? Uh, never really gave it a thought, though. Well, that's not. Anyway, so I, we just got an email from one of our insiders over there across the street. And the reason we're not, we only gained three net votes so far. You notice how both totals are zooming up there? Yeah. Because Alan Brown has got everybody, even a janitor across the street, and they're all sitting at their PCs and other people's PCs and their PPs, and they're like, uh, tap it out. Uh, every time we get one, they get like two, you know? And then mm -hmm. they get two and we get three. 
And then bang, and bap, 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 over and over again. Because this is obviously extraordinarily important to them. I never realized that. So I don't want to pee on their parade, but nevertheless, let's do it anyway. That's your assignment today, folks. It'll keep you off the street. It doesn't require a lot of effort on your part. In fact, our poll is kind of like uh, crappy anyway. I'm not that crazy about our poll today. Thanks anyway, Sean. See, I don't understand. He put and Ron Jeremy on there, which he's got a bunch of votes, about who has the least self-respect. Yeah. It would seem to me it's just the opposite. He right. Think, well, we know he thinks he's hot stuff, and, of course, he's right. grotesque and gigantic and hairy and nauseating. Uh-huh. Just the fact he's lucky to be double-jointed, that's just a freak right. of nature, you know. It might be a, a lack of self-respect for somebody good-looking to do something like that. But in his case, it's, uh, you know, he's, that's great work. Yeah. What an ego. A massive uh, pupic and a massive ego and a massive, well, 1957, we got him. They got 220, uh, 22.30. That's what they got. I keep clicking it. The, and is it I'm counting? sending you a fax that says that it doesn't count, but uh, it looks to ha- be having an effect. Unless somebody coincidentally just if you click it again, this went to 58. Right. Click it again. Click it again. Wait. <laughs> All right, click it again. Oh, 59. <laughs> oh my God, that Alan Brown over there. He's got to be doing like, uh, what can Brown do for you? You know what I'm saying? He's got to be changing his underwear every two minutes, as if, to, as if. You know what I'm saying? What are you saying? And what I'm saying is that maybe Eddie will, uh, since Eddie was the only, I stopped, yesterday uh, during the show, I stopped looking at that uh, that good, comment good line. Idea. I mean, just give me a break. The same three misfits, the same mental midgets that are on every chat room, every comment line, every, oh, brother. Wow. But uh, maybe Eddie might want to email uh, Alan Brown, tell him what a great job he's doing over across the street. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So Alan can get a really good idea of our intellectual. Let's see. Here's one that says you cannot vote twice on the Cody poll. If you notice, after you vote in the box with the results, on the bottom where it says how many people voted in the poll also says who you voted for and at what time. I do see that. If you want to vote twice, you have to clear your cookies in Internet Explorer. Just press Tools and Internet Options, then Delete Cookies, and you start all over again. By the way, it says I'm listening online so I can hear you fine. Well, thank God for that. we got a lot of people in town listening online because our signal blows. And, of course, their signal over there. Oh, even when I was WNWS. You know what's on that 790? You think we got Cuban interference. Fidel cranked up like some 80 million watt signal on the 790. Oh, yeah. And so at night, I mean, you can be sitting under the tower. It's like the light bulb in Fort Lauderdale. You can be sitting under the tra- a transmitter, and you still can't hear the damn thing. Hell of a signal. Heck of a job, Alan. Brownie. 1959-2240. You can just keep refreshing it, man. That's a good part of this. Don't you like that? Yeah. It's ah, refreshing. Machaya. 1967, that's 33, 270. We've picked up uh, eight votes. Oh, net. Because Alan is like standing over their shoulder, especially Stu Gotts. You know, if you're going to get all daddy's money, Stu, John, Wiener Man, then you better like keep tapping that baby out. Because you know, they're sure as hell not getting them from what they got on the air right now. That's for damn sure. WQAM, hello. Neil God. Yes, sir. Speaking. Happy Thursday, sir. Happy Thursday to you. Hey, the bit you just played about the Beasleys. Yeah. The funniest thing I've heard in some time. I almost I just about wet my pants, yeah. That was terrific. Yeah. Keep it up and have an awesome day, young man. Back to you, Pally. Yeah, things are looking up now, okay? The boss is away. He's getting uh, doctored or something. And then we got uh, Clarence in there getting his blueberry enema. And then Alan Brown, he's getting like a lobotomy or something. Boy, oh, boy. You call him a consultant like that thing says. Hey, that'd be a good poll. Who's the better consultant, Walter Sabo, Alan Brown, or Greg Reed? Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> wow. By the way, Chicken Neck says that uh, he did not say that word. Oh, he didn't say it? 
I haven't heard it, so I, I, I was going to listen to it. Okay, well, I, let's listen to it then. I, I was positive he said uh, penis. I mean, we can say that, but just like isolated. You know? What? I'm sorry. What? You I was say it. Like I saw something funny on the TV just now. Oh. I, well, what, I don't understand. What's the problem with that? There isn't one, except that uh, Joyce made it up. No, no, no. No, Joyce didn't make it up. It's just that a couple of weak-kneed middle-level management people said, Oh, gee, Joyce, can they say this? Or can they? And no matter what they ask, she's no. 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 That's all. No. But she's got it on a, on a instant. Uh, no. Yeah. That's what she just plays the recording. Buffalo Bill going. No. That's all. Can we say it's Thursday, you bastard? No. Friday is an exception. We can say it's Friday, you bastard. That's the one day we should let us say that. Because well, that's, that's the day she goes be. for her uh, poison berry enema. Okay, let's listen to it. Let's see what you think. told me he did. Well, you know, I'm a disturber. <laughs> I'm a choice. Yeah, I know. Like, uh, remember that uh, song by Glenn Campbell, Gentile, On My Mind? That's right. So we know what was on your mind. Okay, okay now listen. Right. You know, the most important thing about this memo, I, I oh, geez. The Humper would have, like, uh, maybe not him so much because he wasn't involved in it because he's out of town, out of touch. The memo from Alan Brown to everybody across the street to get all feverish about this stupid-ass blog with Greg Kotex in the paper was sent Tuesday afternoon at 1.23, after we spent, uh, you know, three hours plus. I mean, not the whole time. We talked about a lot of other things in our own polls. We keep our own right. polls to ourselves. And uh, whatever else I did, those boring bedtime stories. But we had a show. We had actually had a good show on Tuesday. And in the midst, we got people whipped up, and they hopped on that thing there. So at 1.23, he, puts, he sends this thing out. So you can just imagine why after 2 o'clock, when all these people started their daisy chain, plus whatever they were doing on the air, and even if they weren't doing anything on the air, everybody in the, uh, you know, and they were going through the uh, white pages of the phone directory. Look at this thing. 1.23 on Tuesday. And all of a sudden, bada-beep, bada-boop, let's uh, vote for your favorite and crush the QAM. Here's the link. Says Alan T. Brown, Vice President of Communications, and Hanks is a real a-hole, major a-hole. He hates him like poison. That is bad. His number, by the way, is 954-989-3335. 
You want to call them and bitch them out? Isn't that a good idea? Well, some other people want to do that, yeah. What? I ain't going to call them. No, I don't mean you. I'm talking I'm talking to the audience. Do you think I just do the whole show for you? Only no. about 40%. Yeah, the a guy. Brown at 790theticket.com. I mean, he must be uh, related to a physician. <laughs> you think? In fact, maybe I'll hire uh, What's your name over there? What the hell is your name? Oh, uh, Linda Energy. Linda Energy. Oh, boy. I saw Linda. Oh, man, That'll she's just the best. The Talk about a real, wow, Ace. what a bitch. Yeah. Anyway, so how are we doing? Uh, let me refresh it. <sighs> it's like taking mints, breath mints. We got 2,000 already. We've gained a net of 15 votes. Speaking of refreshing. Yes, and it is mild. I found a, a match. I found a cigarette lighter, so Josh is safe. Oh, good. Boy, he can breathe a little easier now, literally and yeah, figuratively. We got 2,000 votes even, baby, and the bad guys over across. Seven, I need a ticket. Those guys over there, they got 2,270, and they started with 2,178. So slowly but surely, thanks to our loyal and uh, ineffective audience, I'm doing it just to bust their balls over there just for fun so that they can build up. And, of course, after I'm off the air, let's see who we got on today. Oh, Geldy. Well, you know, he ain't going to because his name isn't on there. And probably rightfully so. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. We'll play with each other naked in the street. Oprah Winfrey, what did you do? Suggested a book that wasn't quite true. Now it seems that we've all been had. Next we'll find out he never smoked crap. He was addicted to collecting stamps. I think daddy's full of it. Oprah Winfrey, what should we do? We only read books that you tell us to. Maybe you are the ones on drugs for putting this book in Oprah's Book Club. Okay, you're going to have to send a daisy chain over, otherwise it's going to take us till, uh, you know a week from a circus uh, to catch no, up there. Finger's tired. Is it? I'm clicking. Alan T. Brown, baby. I bet you he's getting a few emails today at abrown at 790theticket.com after putting out this outrageous 123 on Tuesday afternoon. This email begging, beseeching everybody on the staff, the janitor, mm-hmm. the sales hold's wives, boyfriends, girlfriends, children, little children on the street, homeless voice people. They actually were taking PCs out there on the street corner and having the homeless voice people tap them out. They were. Jim Fravola, uh, Scott Becker, Beecher, whatever, Gene Polito, John Stugatz Wiener, Zach Krantz. Zach! He probably hates him like poison over there. He's just got no choice because Mo pushed Zach out the door, which took a hell of a shove, by the way. Jonathan Zaslow. I wonder if he's related to the guy who used to be on Guiding Light that died, Roger Thorpe. Remember him? No. No. Well, we got 2010, and the bad guys got 2290. Uh, so we're chopping into whatever so lightly. Mm-hmm. I don't understand it because you're telling me you can only vote once, right? And well, I guess you're right because it says, said, yeah. Well, they're right because it says on the bottom of mine your vote was QAM on 131 right. at 8:37 a.m., which what day was 131 Tuesday so, yeah, morning? So I guess you got to clear the cookies. Well, I'm not going to go through all of that. I know. But our audience has got a lot of time. They're not doing a radio That's show right. right now, but they got plenty of time. It's just a question of how loyal they want to be and how much they want to do for us, you know, helping the helpless. Because it's all strictly me, man. It's me against the world, as usual. The rest of our people, eh, yeah, we don't want to. We don't want to. Yeah, we don't want to. So go ahead. I don't care. What do I give a crap? 
I don't do a sports show, but as far as which station, I mean, I'd like, uh, look at that, 2017, 2295, we're like 278 behind. What were we before? We picked up a net of seven votes. Oh! All right. And once the Diebold factory starts kicking in, we'll be ahead by 4,000. Put a call into that jackass once they let him out. 5670560, oh, pound 560 in the Verizon Singular Wireless line. Okay, here's the poll result from yesterday. Who is the biggest no-talent celebrity of all time? We had um, 1,651 votes. Well, I sure wish we could get that many today on his uh, Greg Kotex poll on his blog. The only problem is you can't vote again, so I guess we've exhausted all of our audience, right? At least at least the ones who will make the effort for us. Right. Got thousands of additional people out there. Oh, we're not going to do that. Yeah, you are. Yes, you are. It's the very least for the free uh, entertainment and the uh, farting sounds we used to give you. Certainly those people that are posting all day long, they got nothing but time. Yeah, that, well, but there's only two or three of them, so you don't, under, you don't understand. Well, that's all it's it the takes. same two or three. They can clear their cookies all day long. Yeah, they, believe me, they have been clearing their cookies. Can you smell it? I can smell something. Who is the biggest no-town celebrity of all time? Paris Hilton, 474. She beats the opposition hands down. Rosie O'Donnell, 126. Ashley Simpson, 125. P. Diddy, 119. I hate this poll, 105. Dr. Phil, 73. Take a pill, Dr. Phil. Hopefully, arsenic. Arnold Schwarzenegger, 44. Tori Spelling, 38. Adam Sandler, 36. Melissa Rivers, 34. Vanna White, 33. J.Lo, 31. Oprah. About 30, man. Britney Spears, 29. Ellen Degenerate, 26. Wayne Newton, 25. Ben Affleck, 24. Sliced Alone and Tony Danza, each 22. 21 for Arsenio Hall, and Ed Solomon, and Whoopi Goldberg, and Keanu Reeves. 18 for Snoop Dogg. Rita Cosby had 17. Courtney Love, 15. Jay Leto and Madonna, 14. Martha Stewart, 10. Will Smith, 9. Bob Dylan, 8. Ozzy Osbourne, 8. Frank Sinatra and Emerald Gassy, 7. A piece, same guy. Joan Rivers, 6. Courtney Cox and Bill Shatner and Bruce Willis, 4. Tab Hunter at 3. Hey, Tab. You fairy. Gary Moore, 2. And Dean Martin finally got 1. Solamente uno. But he finally got 1. And he's drinking it right now. Hey, Dean. Dean. He was sure funny, that Dean. Hey, wasn't he funny? No. Lady. Yeah. This, this is kind of like this is like election day, isn't it? And, and just like just like the presidential elections, it's fixed, right? Two thousand and thirty-four, and they got look. We got the same numbers; they're just in different order. We got two o three four, and they got two three o four. Now that's pretty mysterious. One sixty-six, one seventy. So we've picked up now a net of uh, wait wait a minute, two hundred and seventy. Is that correct? So we picked up fifteen votes already oh! in just uh, like half an hour. Hmm. Since I changed my mind. Now, ordinarily, I was just going to let this thing go, but I, I just can't operate that way. I'm just, well, I'm a fighter, man. I'm a speed fighter, like somebody. <laughs> Remember that crap? I'm a speed fighter. Yeah, that's why I'm going to get you all fired at it. You know, he sure gave it a hell of a shot. Absolutely. And did wind up getting somebody uh, knocked off the air. WQAM, hello. How you doing? All right. Good. I think the reason that you and George get a lot of crank calls is because you guys are so boring and repetitive. Yeah, is that and why you listen all the time? Why? Can you tell us all the callers? Yeah, can you tell us the names of all well, of them? I mean, and what time they call? You keep a log. Yeah, we're so boring. That's why you, you listen all the time. You can tell us every time that the gargler called and this one and the whisperer and everybody else. Okay, we're so boring, but you are life must obviously yeah. be so desperate that we're even spicing up that pathetic existence. There's a solution for it, sir. Blow your brains out, please. How about an assisted suicide? In fact, maybe blow it rectum. Right there would be a good I'll, I'll uh, target. I'll assist. You'll assist? Yes, WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, how you doing? Okay, Pally. Listen, there's a little thing that computer programmers call a bot, as in short for robot. 
Okay. And they can write a little program yeah. that will constantly clear that and hit that button. Yes. Clear it, hit uh-huh. the button. Uh-huh. That's what's going yes. on over there. That's why every time we get a vote, they get one. Uh-huh. Yes. You can I throw see. in as many votes as you want. You know, yeah. it's a real simple thing to do. So maybe one of the listeners that knows how to do it will do it. Yeah, one of, about 40 of the listeners that know how to do that ought to be doing that. And also Eric could probably do that up there. Eric's the yes. uh, computer wizard. Come on, Eric. I'm let's sure get on it. Can. Excellent. Good luck. Thanks, Pally. Now, what is this again? It just automatically, like, uh, keeps uh, rehitting it? It's a, it's a little program, and he's right. They're called bots. As a matter of fact, like, I don't know if you've ever used the email on our own website, but before you can get into it, there's a little thing that you have to reply to. Yeah. They, uh, so that people that use spam bots don't uh, don't take over the email addresses and uh, and use them for spamming. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so, yeah, somebody that knows how to do it can write a bot that will basically keep voting continuously. Well, wouldn't that be nice? Because you can be sure they're doing it. In fact, that's probably what right. they were doing on uh, Tuesday and Wednesday. That is really uh, scandalous, if you ask me, if you ask Alan T. Brown. Hey, Brownie, you're doing it. Now, let's see, 248 and 15, 263. We're chopping into it by 22 votes already, see? Even though they got those uh, things going, they're botting it. They're batting it and they're botting it. 2,052 for the good guys and 2,315 for the pretenders over there. With their 75,000 memos. Uh, oh, let's get everybody you know and strangers on the street corner. Oh, brother, if we'd have known this. Greg Cody is doing a web poll on Radio Wars in South Florida. He's looking for your favorite and least favorite host. Please vote and let's crush the QAM. Let's crush them. Although I do like an orange crush. I haven't had one of those in years. Cause they... Oh, guess what? I got some good news, boys and girls. Yeah, lay it on it. You will. Well, you don't really care that much. You don't drink a lot of diet soda. Yeah, I do. You do? Yeah, I Pepsi do. Diet Lime. Huh. Isn't that incredible? I know they had the Coke lime for a while, but well, I'm just uh, telling I you, like lime. Listen to me. Not just Pepsi lime. Lime Pepsi's been a lime. Pepsi diet lime. Well, I can't drink regular uh, anything anyway. Regular well, I'm just soda. telling you. Oh, I'm going to go look diet for it. Diet Pepsi lime, man. Oh, I'm dieting over here. You Fantastic. Think they'd, they'd have it done here in Cuba. North. I saw that. I bought up every... They're like in the, you know, the bottles. Not, not, not the little teeny tiny bottles, but pint, whatever right. the hell it is. Pint. WQAM, Hello. Yes, Neil, please. Yes, sir, speaking. Oh, Neil, how you doing? All right. I'm just one of these people that listen, because <laughs> I hate your show so much. I listen to it 24 days. Right, like I, that other I, guy, I, right, because yeah, we're born. And, and the thing I enjoy most is having idiots like him call, telling you what they don't like, that everybody listens to. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, keep up the good work. Okay, thanks, Pally. By the way, George found a good movie for you, Crash, which is a current movie, and yeah, everybody's everyone's talking about it, and everybody says it's really great, and George right. said they're right. Yeah, and I'll be sending you uh, a copy. I'll send you the original copy rather than the copy that I made from that copy. And who's in it? Oh, uh, Ryan Philippe. Ryan Philippe and uh, oh, Sandra right. Bullock and Don Cheadle, the Finn uh-huh. Needle. All people that I like. How do you like that? Right. And even uh, Matt De- uh, Matt uh, Dillon's in it. Oh, She's uh, all right. what's his name? Brendan Fraser. Matt Dillon started getting a lot better when he decided he wasn't going to try to be Marlon Brando anymore. No, that's and, Matt and he, he's just fine in this. As the, uh, yeah, that's the what I'm saying. Top. He started uh, getting a lot better when he dropped that phony routine of his. Yeah. And everybody did a great job and uh, moved well. Crash. Lots of surprises. Yeah, Crash. Crash yeah. might just win the Oscar, you know, because they don't want to get Good. too uh, out there in Hollywood. <laughs> they don't. Back, it's not what I heard. Mountain. 23-23. Let's do the math on this, okay? Let's go to the uh, videotape. 2323 in 2065 is 235 and 23. 258. Now, it was 285. So you see the numbers have changed, but only the guilty have been uh, protected by the innocent. Mm-hmm. 258. So we're cutting into it, 27. See that? And pretty soon it'll be. So even though they got their uh, bots uh, going, their bots and balls, 
What's in the bot? Yeah. They got their bots and balls. Alan T. Brown. Man, I, I have no idea who that is. I didn't realize that there was another another uh, imbecile doing uh, consulting in town. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 G.A.M. This is the Neil Rogers Show. <laughs> this is your brain. <laughs> Any questions? No. All right.569, man. All the numbers all the time. Can the audience keep track of this? No. Good. That's the idea. Keep them off balance. Now, how's Eric doing? Has he got that bot set up? Is he botting the balls? I don't think he's uh, writing the bot. Botchy balls? He's not? No, I don't know well, if he why not? knows how to do that. He Get out of here. He's a computer Look, whiz. Are, a you, web are you questioning his a, technical uh, perspicacity? Uh, yeah. Why? Because he's a, he's a webmaster, not necessarily a, uh, you know, a script writer of that nature. I'm not going to yeah. presume anything about what he knows how to write. He knows how to write it. 243, my God, we're cutting to that margin like 42 votes already. Alan Brown must be like uh, doing the June Allison uh, Kazatsky over there. Must be changing his diapers every half hour. You lose, Alan, okay? Alan T. Brown. A lot of bad Browns lately, you know what? Cleveland Browns, Brownie Brown, and now Alan T. Brown. Hank said you're a loser, Alan. Who has the least self-respect? 569 votes. In fact, you know something? Let's add Alan T. Brown to this poll. You got it, Josh? Alan T. Brown. Because if he had any self-respect, he wouldn't be putting a memo out to this like all these, like the janitor and the uh, dry cleaner and people that like are pressing their Brooks Brothers suits over there. He wouldn't be sending that out. You know, it's one thing to go on here and have a little bit of fun with it, but it's another thing to uh, like act like uh, this is important stuff and, and like hold the whip over everybody's head. You will get on this thing and you will uh, crush QAM. You'll crush them. Right. God, just sad. The least self-respect, Colin Powell, 110. Courtney Love, 95. I hate this poll, 93. I'd like to vote for that. The QM sports staff, 81, they won't even stand up for themselves. That's how sad our people are. I just, uh, eh, we don't want to. 
Paris Hilton, 81. Matt Fudge, 38. Hey, Matt. You fairy. Self-hating uh, old brother. I'll tell you, Dr. Mengele would have had a really good time with her. Ron Jeremy, 33. Jack Abramoff, 22. Robert Downey, Jr., 16. And uh, the other one, we just put him on there, Alan T. Brown. Downtown Alan Brown. Got him? Got him. Good. Five six seven oh five sixty. Stay tuned because I'm going to read that memo again twenty or thirty more times and the email address. What a jackass. Okay, let me refresh this. And so now, how are we doing? You guys still voting over? I'm clicking, clicking. Twenty one oh six. Look at that. We've come a long way, baby, from a paltry eighteen ninety three. Remember eighteen ninety three? Not a very good year. No. Hundred and seven. Two hundred and thirteen. Look at the way we're zooming up there, man. Oh man, it's shocking. And now the margin is down to 241 from 285. We picked up 44. Remember Leroy Kelly, number 44 for the Cleveland Browns before you were born? No. 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 Well, I do. He could carry. Give me the ball. 5670560, pound 560 in the Verizon Singular Wireless Line. Police apologize and drop the charges versus Cindy Sheehan and that other broad. Capitol Police dropped the charge of unlawful conduct against anti-war activist Cindy Sheehan yesterday and apologized for rejecting her and a congressman's wife from President Bush's State of the Union address for wearing T-shirts with war messages. I apologize. The officers made a good faith, yeah, good faith, my ass, but mistaken effort to enforce an old, unwritten interpretation of the prohibitions about demonstrating in the Capitol. Capitol Police Chief Terrence Gaynor said in a statement late yesterday. The policy and procedures were too vague, he added. The failure to adequately prepare the officers is mine, he said. The extraordinary statement came today after police removed Sheehan and Beverly Young, wife of Representative C.W. Bill Young, Republican of Florida, from the Visitor's Gallery Tuesday night. Sheehan was taken away in handcuffs before Bush's arrival at the Capitol and charged with misdemeanor, while Young left the gallery and therefore was not arrested again. And CNN last night, they showed a clip of Cindy being let out of there, and they say, oh, Cindy Sheehan is escorted from the uh, Capitol. Well, guess what? She was being arrested, you jab, but they didn't put that on right. there. No. And that's because Mrs. Limbaugh, who's on there right now, she probably was editing the news. Neither guest should have been confronted about the expressive T-shirts, Gaynor's statement said. Gaynor added that he was asking U.S. Attorney's Office to drop the charge against Sheehan. The statement also said he apologized to the Youngs and shared the department's plans for avoiding this in the future. I will not be elected if you have a controversial teacher. You'll just be shot. A similar message has been left with Ms. Sheehan, he said. For his part, Bill Young said he wasn't necessarily satisfied. My wife was humiliated, he told reporters. He suggested that sensitivity trading may be in order for Capitol Police. A foreign-born American citizen who was the guest of Representative Elsie Hastings of Florida was also taken by police in the gallery just about the House floor. Hastings met with Gator and said he also requested a meeting with House Speaker Denny Hastert about the incident. I'd like to find out more information, Hastert said, identifying the man only as being from Broward County. Broward! He's a constituent of mine. I've invited him proudly, said Elsie. Elsie, baby. She and Stuart, well, we know about the T-shirts. We've been through that yesterday. Bada beep, bada boop, bada that's it. That's it. They apologize, which doesn't cut the mustard. And Alfie Hastings, we don't know about his buddy from, uh, probably a subversive, though. Probably a Democrat. Mm -hmm. Oh, look at this. Here's the testimony going on about Katrina. They just had a tornado near uh, New Orleans. Did you see that? No, I didn't. Because God is mad. He's mad. He wants a chocolate New Orleans. Well, maybe he's chocolate. trying to stir the chocolate. That could be it. And then drink it. Maybe it's Ovaltine. I know it's disgusting, but I used to eat Ovaltine out of the jar with What's a spoon. Disgusting about that, man! Just when you melt in your stick mouth. it in there. Yeah, you bet. Oh God! Nice te texture to it. Mmm, just melts right on your tongue. Mmm. Twenty-three fifty-eight for the guys over there, the pretenders. Twenty-three fifty-eight. Let's do the math again. Let's go to the videotape. Twenty-three fifty-eight. Is Warner Wolf still alive, by the way? Nobody knows. Who? Nine, 
239. Uh-oh, pretty soon it's going to be under 200. It was almost 300 when we started the show. And once we get those bots up there, how many we got? How many? About 30, About 30 of those. They're bot, going to be sending bots in here like, bop, 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 like uh, rapid fire, baby. Even the Bush people can't fix the vote as fast as we're going to do it. Well, maybe they can. So anyway, Alan Brown writes, wouldn't it be interesting to find out who this was that brought this in and dropped it off for us from over there? I mean, they get fired right away. Right. Or whoever sent it over. Huh? No need to know. Are you sure there is? Well, I mean, it would I be heard nice it was Stu Gatz. I heard Stu Gatz did this. Walked it right over. He walked it over and left it in Clarence's box. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty in the Verizon and singular wireless line. Look at that. There's not a call on the board, man. And they want to know why because they're all busy writing their bot. You think? That must be it. That's got to be it. They're they're on their computers right now. They're hooking it up because they're going to do us a public service. They're proud. Of QAM. I mean, you got to have a little bit of pride. Not too much when you work here, but for the Beasleys, but just a little bit. you got to put your best foot forward. Fight the good fight. Right? Right. Still 244 behind that. They're 234 now. we cut another a bunch. Oh, boy. They're going to start really dumping, dumping, jumping, and dumping. You'll see. You'll be able to smell them all the way across the street. 567. What is this with this phone here? Uh, 5670560, pound 560, the Verizon and Singular Wireless Now, Well, they got nothing for their, our poll for about having a little self-respect. I told you it wasn't a good poll. And that says I want to concentrate again on the other one. I still think that if, if people, in fact, if you're in an office right now, you can go to somebody else's PC, right? I, I don't know how they're uh, doing it. It might be just like our poll where it's the ISP. If one person votes in the building, you're locked out. Get out of here. Are you crazy? Well, that's how ours works. I don't know how theirs works. If one person votes in a building, you're locked out. Well, how the hell is that possible if they got their going over there across the street voting 10,000 times? Give me a break. They're voting from home. They're voting from home? I don't think so. Maybe, they're, maybe they're going like into different buildings. Maybe they're like attacking other people's computers. Maybe they're, they're eating cookies over there. Well, that's okay. You had melting pots. Better than cookies. No kidding. Putting some of that sponge cake in that dark, rich... Strawberry. Well, what was it? Raspberry chocolate. Mm. Oh, yeah. And peanut wow, butter chocolate and milk chocolate mm. and Oreo cookie crumb marshmallow chocolate. Uh, oh, the, the Oreo uh, cookie crumbles yeah. over the marshmallows. White that chocolate in the... amaretto. Mm. Yeah. I don't think the Ray Nagin likes the white chocolate. WQAM, hello. WQAM, hello. Good morning, you. How are you? Okay. Good. I, um, I was listening to... Um, to a highlight from Joe Zagaki about when the UM won. A highlight from Joe Zagaki? Well, whatever. They had like a little spot there yesterday. Well, you're sure getting and, carried and away with that now. Let, let me tell you. Compare it to Kermit the Frog from The Muppet Show. It's exactly yeah. the same freaking thing. Oh, world. my! Oh, my! <laughs> there you go. Ever seen together? Same hey. uh, same person. Joe Zagaki. Or oh, my! Oh, my! Old Puddinhead. Or whatever I used to call him. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty in the Verizon singular wireless line. Need to wake this crowd up today. They're not on top of this like they were on Tuesday, and that's partially my fault. We should have kept banging away on it again yesterday, you know. Just because the other people on the station, we don't wanna, we don't wanna, we won't give enough time to talk about yeah. you know that. We don't want the Steelers wanna. and the Seahawks and the Seahawks and the Steelers, and of course, yeah. how can you forget about that? And we love the Panthers. They lost again. I'm sorry. I get so emotional when I think about those phony attendance numbers. WQAM, hello. Neil, you're confusing me with these polls. What, which one are we on? Whichever one you like. Pick pick a poll you like. The middle. Okay, one. who loves you more, um, 
Mo or um Yeah, okay. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yeah. I think I got one for your poll. For uh, no self respect, yes. Well, it's a difficult poll, man. It's not too exciting. How about Jose Canseco, man? No respect for himself. Excellent choice. Outstanding. I like him. Jose Canseco, man, he's he's a killer. Well, he ain't killing anybody, but he just kills us with his behavior. Mm -hmm. Him and his brother, Ozzy. And, of course, he never did no steroids except, uh, you no, know, except all of them. when he was alone or with somebody. No, actually, and then he changed his mind. He did it. And not only that, uh, he changed his mind after he wrote the book. First, first they were great for you, and they're like, in the, they're like the, uh, the sports uh, tool of the future. Everybody's going right. to be doing it. And then when they had the hearings, oh, I didn't mean that. I changed my mind. They're, they'd be bad, you know. But then he changed back after the after Yeah, after the hearings, program. he changed back so he'd go out and buy his book again. And accusing Rafi Palmero. That was bad. Of course, it turned out to be true, but nevertheless. <laughs> and then there was Ileana Rosanna. Oh, Rafi, you're such a credit to the community, and we have 14 streets named after you and all the members of your family, and he loves that Cuban restaurant, La Carreta. Oh, boy. What a phony bitch. Ileana Rosanna, my ass. How do you do that? 2148. 2364. That's 216. Can, is it possible that the margin is narrowed that much dramatically? How do you like that? Oh, my God. Exactly. Our people are coming through for us today, baby. By 2 o'clock, we're going to be ahead of them if it's the last. If I have to, like, uh, eat about 400 cookies. You know, you know what I'm saying? Don't do that. You know the kind of cookies I like? I can't think of what they call them. Pecan Sandies. No. They got, like, um... I don't even know what you like, sugar, uh, white sugar coating on them, like, uh, I don't know what you'd call them. Sugar, oh sugar cookies? Uh, no, not sugar cookies, Michael, no. Sandy Payton ate what, all of those. What uh, color more like? I don't, don't start with the cookies, okay? I did so well yesterday. You started with the a, cookies. I had a nice woodbine day. I lost two pounds yesterday. I'm down to 191. I'm feeling like human again. You're, and yeah. the good news is that George has taken, he has picked up the cudgel, man, and he's swinging it. What? George is our liaison with Clarence Xavier every day, so I, I don't have to listen to all that. Like that. See why I'm in such a better mood today? Is that why? God, it's either that or because I told Dick Stockton how boring he was. This is Neil Rogers. This is 562 AM. Hey, Luis Miguel, play it, baby. Okay, so now what's the story you're sending me that? Because Volker Bryan sent me like a whole bunch of stuff. He sent me that um, South Park deal. Yeah, those are all for me. What about uh, In the Closet? 
Yeah. Tommy Cruise. Hey, and, Tommy! You fairy! And the uh, Bloody Mary episode of South Park, which you probably won't ever see on TV again, ever. Really? Yeah. Wow. Well, the Catholic League got a hold Definitely of that. Definitely won't, yeah. Oh, the Catholic League? Not that Willem Donahue that's got them teeth and eyes bulging out. <laughs> Always looks like he's going to uh, fart in your face. They were something. outraged. Evil guy. Were they? Yeah, Good. Yeah. If the Catholic Church is outraged, it's got to be great. It's extra special. And if anybody deserves to be outraged, how are them priests doing, the ones that are like, uh, molesting all them little kids? They're doing fine. Double duty. Okay, let's see how the vote is coming. I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised here. I think somebody has uh, hopped on it. Oh, my God, we're down to 200 even. We picked up almost 100 votes, and that's in less than an hour. An hour of power. And I bet you we got, like, some of them bots. If you're a sports station, you got to have your bots and balls, especially in the Marlins. That Dick Stockton, man, he, that was a hoot. That was pretty funny. He realizes he stinks, you know. <laughs> what? Wait till you hear this. Okay. Well, now, first I've got to do the bad news from Iraq. I know that's, that's bad, because everything's going very well. Oh, we're fine. There isn't Iraq, any. Yeah. A bomb planted near a tea stand. Well, I wonder if Joe Carroyo was there. Maybe he was throwing that uh, tea uh, canister at his a wife tea again. Stand. Can you get a tea bag there? No, but you can go to the tea room right next door. A bomb planted near a tea stand killed eight men waiting for a day labor for day labor in largely Shiite area of Baghdad today. Six other people died in violence across the country. So there, let's see, eight and six is fourteen. A Shiite politician tapped as a possible prime minister predicted a new government would be in place by mid-March. The morning attack on the impoverished laborers in the capital's new Baghdad area appeared aimed at further inflaming sectarian tensions in this war-ravaged country. War-ravaged country. Isn't that interesting? Because mm -hmm. before we invaded there and occupied it, it wasn't war-ravaged at all. Well, they shouldn't have attacked us. Where Shiites trade uh, accusations with Sunni Arabs and reprisal killings and kidnapping, yada, yada. Police said at least eight men were killed more than 50 wounded in the bombing. And, of course, see, the wounded is just like a generic term. We don't know about right. how many limbs were lost, how many Blind, eyes uh, yeah, flying out, damage, all of these, yeah. all of these, uh, all of these body things. parts. Now, this story here uh, is great. It's about a word. Hula! Yeah. Really? I bet you never thought I'd have a story about the word. Hula! You got that right. Yeah. And Al Pacino probably never thought we would. He was hoping we didn't, because that movie is so bad. The scent of a woman. I mean, there, there's one scene, the courtroom scene, you know, that's, that's fine, it's good. The rest of it blows. My favorite part is where he gets in the, was it a vet that he was driving? I think he's test driving a vet or a Porsche or something like that. And on the streets of New York, and he's blind. Mm -hmm. And Chris O'Donnell's sitting there with him. And, oh, turn left uh, in about two seconds. And turn right away. And, of course, yeah. there's no pedestrians. There's only 10 million people there, so why would there be pedestrians in New York? But anyway, it's a ridiculous movie, and it sucks. See, if a blind guy were driving in South Florida, we wouldn't think anything of it. No, of course not, because day. he probably just got his license renewed. Like I did, in the mail. But uh, anyway, Al Pacino says about 400 times in a movie. In the U.S. Army, which has so many acronyms, expressions, and opaque phrases that it seems to deserve its own language, there is one word that is quite possibly uttered more than any other. The word is... And actually, in this story, on what website? Oh, CNN. It actually tells you how it's, hua, how it's pronounced. Alternatively spelled H-U-A and H-U-A-H, although in our thing it's spelled H-O-O-H-A. Hua. Hua. Right. Attend a company command meeting, and you'll hear, <laughs> uttered as often as a 15-year-old says, like, or you know, head to the post exchange and buy a <laughs> energy bar or <laughs> wet wipes or hua to water. H-O-O-A-H. H-O-O-A-H to a water. That must be a Canadian thing. It's not just in Iraq. At U.S. bases around the world, seems an inseparable element of Army life. Just don't try to define it, and definitely don't try to figure out where it comes from. Now, you say that on your deathbed. you say Semper Fi first, or do you say first? Semper Fi. What do you say first? I, neither. Oh. 
I hear I hear uh, they have a new thing they say. Hey, sailor! I, no, that's, that's <laughs> Navy. That's Come bad. on. Just don't try to find it, and definitely don't try to figure out where it comes from. I believe it came from hurrah. It basically means everything from yes and yes, sir, to that's great, said Captain James Lowe, Public Affairs Officer for the 506th Regimental Combat Team. You could use it as a generalized cheer. It's like rah, rah, sis, boom, ba, you know. Right. It's one of those multipurpose phrases, when in doubt, say, hooah. That doesn't even begin to cover it. They shout hooah. Oh, they shouted to get motivated. They whisper when they concur with something somebody just said, hooah. Hua means you understood something, or is the proper reply when somebody says thank you? Thank you. Hua. Like, forget about it. On the other hand, it may also be used to say thank you. Or like prego. Prego. Not, you know, not, not the spaghetti sauce. But in Italian, prego. And in Dutch, alstublieft. It means like, there you go. And in fact, when you're on KLM, when you're flying like to Amsterdam, which will be very soon, I'm sure. Right. Uh, and they like, give you the, uh, you know, in business class, they give you the business. They give you the kit with the... Uh, the schmata for your feet, no, the whole deal, you know. And uh, you thank you thank them, and I'll still believe. There you go. Every, everything uh, goes on there. I'll still believe, like the hookers there on uh, in the Red Light District. I'll still believe. There it is. There you uh -huh. go. I see. Give me the cash and get out of here. So anyway, there you go. There's a story about hua, which I guarantee you there ain't no other educational show in America that's giving you the hua story, is there? Oh, maybe that hua show. Oh, you guys are so boring and you're so bad and you say. Wonder how many of those uh, stupid things on here uh, a fat boy sent and his boyfriend, or the or not, probably all from the same two people, Eddie and his boyfriend. Twenty two sixteen, we've cut it under two hundred. <laughs> Scandalous in less than an hour. <laughs> it's that Neil God power. Man, wait till we come out with those Neil God power bars. Really? You about three or four those, like? you'll be saying hoo ha on the throne, huh? What are they going to taste like? Hmm. <laughs> oh, like Hasenpfeffer sauce. They're gonna taste like curry, man. I had a, I came back from Woodbine last night. I had an Indian or no, Paki. Uh, the ones with the turbans are Pakis, right? Uh, okay. Yes. Yeah. I had a Paki. Very good driver though, like uh, Raymond and Rain Man. He's a very good driver. But oh my God! They're, they're the Sikhs, oh. wherever they're from. It's uh, you know, not a matter of nationality. Oh man. Now, I'm not so sure if it was him or just the whole cab, because he sits in there all day, that had that curry infusion, you know? Oh, good God. I, I thought it was going to swoon. Maybe they used curry body wash. That could be it. WQA hey, and Neil, how are you? Okay. Neil, as far as the hoo uh, thing goes for the military, that's not part, of, part of, yes, it's part of a motivational uh, speech when you got, when you need, you know, big time. But you're not uh, saying it right. Say not hoo Well... Yeah, but you're kind of reading it a little wrong. you got to say it with a little more motivation, like, Hoo-yah! You're not saying it right. It's not hoo ya. Sir, sir, you weren't in the military. I was, thank you I don't give much. a crap what you. No wonder they kicked your ass out. I wasn't in the military. You're damn right I wasn't. I was too fat. Thank well, God for let that. Let me ask you. Yes? Hoo-yah, daddy. Now, that's what, that, well, that's what, the way he was saying it. Hoo-yah, daddy. That's probably what he's asking me. Not me. That's one thing. I'm not responsible for all this overpopulation. What's going on? All these unwanted babies, George. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Don't take my Blackberry. Don't take my Blackberry away. It means the world to me. I use it every single day. I get my email everywhere. 
faders up to Uncle Sam. Up to Uncle Sam. I'm gonna be in one hell of a jam. Don't take it away from me. Don't take it away. No, don't take my blackberry. You better keep your damn hands off my blackberry, baby. Don't take my blackberry. Don't take my blackberry. I'm driving to a tree. I use it every single day. Can check my messages from here to Rome. From here to Rome. Can sit in my car and compose a poem. Can go online and order my kid from. Don't take it away from me. Don't take it away. No, don't take my blackberry. Don't touch it. Well, I play games like Brick Breaker and Solitaire. Nights in my underwear, baby. No other phone could ever replace my BlackBerry. It's him and me, boy. I'm on it constantly. Don't take my BlackBerry. And I call it my CrackBerry. Well, look at the way that gap is closing, man. You don't need your calculator to finger that out, do you? No. Speaking of fingering it out. She takes the finger! Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Can he build it out or what, huh? I just sent you a uh, super secret message. Ooh, on what? Total on, facts? On paper, yeah. Ooh, a fax is coming. Double extra total. This is going to be exciting. Twenty-two ninety-nine for us. It's almost twenty-three hundred and twenty-four twenty-seven. We're only one hundred and twenty-eight votes behind. We're closing that gap, just like a front runner, just like Amy uh, Chief at Northfield Downs with Jim Arriman Jr. driving, fading in the stretch after opening up about a sixteen-length lead, fading and puking and gasping for oxygen. Oi! And here I'm reaching back. Don't say it on the air. Oh, my God. Well, of course I'm not going to say that. All right. Wow. So there oh, you go. man. I'm squeezing it. Makes you want to say. Hoo-ah. Facts, too. Huh? Makes you want to well, say. Well, I know that was my first one. I saw it. That's what I thought. Hoo-ah. Like that. And then I thought, Hoo-ah. again. Or hoo Like that guy. See, no wonder they kicked his ass out of the military. He can't even say it right. I thought in the military it was hoo-rah. Anyway. <sighs> no wonder they want to take you off the payroll. Five, six. Hey, listen, I'm going to bat for you, man. I sure hope you appreciate my efforts. I don't. I have no idea why. I mean, you do a fine job for us, but it just, uh, you know, it just pisses me off the way they treat everybody. Anybody associated with us, they treat like crap. Yeah. And that clearance lies and lies. Oh, yeah, you're going to get your raise, Josh. Let, let me ask you a question, Mr. Cordes. That's me. Engineering department. Do they, do they work for Power 96? They do. They work for KISS? They do. They work for QAM? Last time I checked. All of these things. The uh, receptionist, do they work for Power 96? Yes, they do. They work for QAM? Uh-huh. All of these things. How do you like that? So this, this story about, well, you can't be on both. Yeah, but your mama. Your mama so sucks in uh, Newark. Give me a freaking break. You know, they start messing with our people, and that's when I really take exception. Whenever, when, when bogus polls come on there and when people are, like, emailing desperately, everybody that ever, like, was in their building within a two-mile radius... And that's the reason we're, like, striking back today. And plus the rest of our people, and we don't want to. The rest of our people, like, you know, they just bend over real easy. I bet, I bet you all those guys are, like, using soap still. 
Wouldn't you think so? All our sports people? Soap chips. We're only 107 uh, votes behind. Boy, I'll tell you, it's going to be a real ugly moment for Alan Brown, for old downtown Alan Brown, when we pass him like they're standing. So we're only 104, 104 votes behind. Look at that, Greg Kotex. Of course, he can't because he's there in Detroit. So I'm sure he's not sitting there like, uh, you know, tabulating and calculating, which is bad news for him. So thanks to whoever brought it. I think Joe Rose sent that uh, email in, by the way, Alan. He hates, the rumor I'm hearing is he hates Alan Brown almost as much as he hates Josh Feinberg. Joel Feinberg, whatever his name is. Got Josh on the mind. Let's see. German says nobody has less self-respect than the Democrats. That's an excellent one for our poll today. The Democrats have no self-respect right except for our boy Howie. Let's get that on. Ah! It says Democrats let the Republicans dump all of them. Say this is crap. All over them time and time again, then say thank you. Appeasing gutless wonders. Hey, German, you are... Absolutely correct, sir. It says, I drove to Orlando yesterday. Kept waiting to lose the signal. It says, you guys have a great signal all the way to Orlando. How do you like that? Some days. Holy moly, rat man. There's one thing I'd like to do, is get all the way to Orlando. Oh, God. Yeah, that one. Certainly not the city. Although Eric's up there. Go out and have a few lunches on the same day. Five six seven oh five sixty. Remember in the Fatso, and he says, he says we could have a few meals. Whatever. Right. Don Deloise, he's he's great. He's also gay. But besides, he's got a wife though. Does he? <clears throat> what are him and Burt Reynolds and huh? Why do you, why do you make me picture these things? Well, I don't know. They're like oh. awfully tight, the two of them. Oh. They, you know, Smokey and abandoned, and Smokey and this and Smokey and. Uh, was it him or James Coco that tried? It was uh, Don Deloise tried to pick up that cute waiter in the restaurant. Yeah. A hundred and uh, oh no. Hundred my ass. Ninety-one vote uh, separating. And Which of the two big stations do you prefer for sports radio? Seven ninety the ticket. I'm sorry. Seven ninety the ticket. Twenty-four fifty-eight, and QAM twenty-three sixty-nine. We're only just a smattering of votes behind. Is that incredible or what? Our audience are they coming through for us or what? And I bet you that there are emails and ponytails and daisy chains and all kinds of stuff going on. Because right now we're only 81, 81 votes behind. We started out behind 285. Boy, Alan Brown, I'd eat my heart out, okay? Oh, what are we going to say now? We blew the lead, baby. It's like having a relief pitcher that can't close it, you know? That's what I'm thinking. Those guys just can't close it. WQAM, hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. I would say something about, how about Al Sharpton for uh, a no respect for himself person? Why is that? Uh, just, I, don't know, I don't know. I just don't yeah, know. yeah, yeah. Get out of here. He's a black guy. I mean, there are like times he don't uh, like his bull crap, but then there are other times he opens up a mouth and actually he's about the only one. Him and Howard Dean, the only ones right. with balls to say anything. He had a sellout. There you go. Well, not always. WQAM, hello. Yeah, so the deal is that Warner Wolf, about whom you were speaking earlier. Let's go into the videotape with Warner Wolf, yes. Yeah, he's alive and well, living in New York City, still on the radio. Is he? I don't, know that he's ever honestly, I don't know that he's ever honestly reported a sports story in the last 15 years. No, all he does is just say, let's go to the videotape, which when you're on radio isn't very effective, you know. Well, I'll tell you, having been on radio myself, I can tell you that my program director would try to slay me when I would go to the videotape. He, yeah. just, he would never really want me to do it. Why not? You know, just for the reason that you said, Neil. I mean, come on, you're a smart guy. You understand. No, I'm not. That's if I was so smart, how come I'm working for this outfit? Well, hey, I mean, come on, you're living in a great apartment somewhere far away. you got a yes. pretty good life. You got to oh, I, I have no question about that, man. If it weren't for QA, my life would be perfect. Trust uh, me. Listen, 
let me tell you, any man who gets to work in his underwear from yep. home and gets the money that you get, how dumb can the guy be? Exactly. I'm a genius, like I said. Listen, now, Absolutely. where do you work? You want to tell us you're going to remain in country? Where do I work? I work yeah. at UB93, Fantastic FM, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. All right. And uh, these days I work as a judge in the city of New York. Although I'm really? not in the city of New York right now, yeah. I'll be damned. Uh, the second thing I want to... Now, wait a minute. You didn't, you're, not, you're not the guy that sent Al Goldstein to uh, Alcatraz, or I mean, to like... No, uh, actually, although, although I've met Al Goldstein a number of times because I'm a cigar smoker, and yes. uh, Al and I are kind of brothers of the leaf. And I'm a fat I, Jew. I, I, are you a fat Jew? Yeah, I am, and he is, too. I'm me. a fat That's Jew. Al, yeah. I'll tell you, if you're a fat Jew, then you and Al have something in common. Oh, I know Al very well. Trust me. I don't, uh, I don't like to refer to myself as a fat Jew, but I'll tell you a great story. Yes. I was interviewing Sammy the Bull Gravano one day, uh -huh. and uh, he had been in the newspaper, the New York Post, the day before, and they described him uh, as this stocky, thick Gravano. And I said to him, hey, you know, Sammy, being described as stocky, really not so bad. And he said, mm -hmm. hey. Better than Stockton. He said, yeah, he said, maybe Stocky's good for you. He said, look at your belly. He said, Stocky's no good for me. So I, <laughs> you know, but you don't really want to cross Sammy Bulgarado. No. Right, you should have told him, by the way, the word is pupic anyway. Uh, the other thing I want to tell you, with respect to uh, Scent of a Woman, yes. having worked in Brooklyn for many years, I can tell you that the street... hoo Hey, Neil, hoo you know, I think that yeah. if you adopt that term, all of your callers will start using it when they call. Just I'm like sure they will. Now, now, what about the streets in Brooklyn? They're empty, as you're saying? They're, they are empty. And when that film was made, now that is industrial Brooklyn. And that yeah, that's true. Yeah, Brooklyn you're right. It's called Down Under the Manhattan Bridge. They refer to that as Dumbo. Mm -hmm. And at the time that that film was made, those streets were indeed entirely deserted. <laughs> I would think so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's major renovation going down, uh, going on down there now, and people are beginning to live there. It's becoming a very residential area. But back then, those old cobblestone streets of Brooklyn, empty as anything. Well, I'm sure that uh, Al Pacino is driving in the sunrise right now with the same shades on. Well, actually, hey, I'll tell you, I got my eyes closed, and I'm driving right down University, and it's a perfect feeling. Perfect. Fit in like a rubber glove. Okay, thanks a lot, Your Honor. All right, brother. Be well. See Bye-bye. Oh, he's a judge, man. you got to have respect. You treat a judge right. with respect, Your Honor. Thanks a lot, Judge. Your name is Alito. See, I never, I never like that. Like they do say to the judge at the end of a trial, especially if you want, of course. Thank you, Judge. Uh, thank you, Your Honor. Sounds like so much more dignified. Right. Plus, this guy sounded like a real mensch anyway. Good fat Jewish boy from uh, Brooklyn or wherever he's from. Okay, how's the poll coming? Do I dare uh, refresh it? Because this could be a little shock to my system. Now I could have a, a fart attack. Twenty. Oh no. The next time that we report after this very brief break, we could actually be in the lead, Alan T. Downtown Brown, right. whose email address is abrown at 790theticket.com, or at least it probably used to be, but ain't no more. <laughs> oh. Isn't that a hoot? Isn't that a hoo -ah? Let's see. Let me do 24. We're 22 behind, and I, I'll guarantee you right now I'm going to go out on the limb. I will bet you a fat boy and uh, Lyle's life on it that what will be in the lead. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. We got the lead. You're looking for glory holes. First, there was the James Coco diet. Hey, everybody, look at me. <laughs> but now 
there's a new diet that guarantees you'll lose one pound or more in nine years or less, or your money back. It's the Al Sharpton Strike Diet. Well, though, what you got to do is look for something to be pissing you off real bad, then you get angry, see? Stamp your feet and hold a chicken leg in your mouth like this, see? I refuse to eat it. Just a bite now and then. So try the new Al Sharpton Strike Diet. And with every pound you lose, Al will personally resize your rings. It's, uh, it's 11.45 at QAM. Critical phase in Iran standoff. Is that Iran or Iran as fast as I can? We're ahead, by the way, in the poll. Take that, okay. Alan T. Brown, you <laughs> idiot. Yeah. Hey, Alan. You fairy. The International Atomic Energy Agency's Board of Governors is debating whether to report Iran to the U.N. Security Council amid threats by the Islamic State to start enriching uranium if its nuclear activities are sent to the Council. Oh, my God. There is a disagreement among board members whether to report the Iranian issue now to the Security Council or at a later stage, IAEA, Director General Mohammed El-Baradai said. El-Baradai said all the members agree that the U.N. Security Council should not take any actions, namely impose any sanctions until El-Baradai presents his report on Iran's nuclear program to the board in March. Not a hoot that Dick Stockton loves this show, and despite the fact that he knows that he knows I know. If the referral is delayed till next month, it could help bolster the opportunity for negotiations to get Iran to halt its nuclear activities. El Baradai said that moves to report Iran to the UN Security Council not a crisis, but a window of opportunity in resolving the standoff. A window of opportunity—it's a phrase kind of like you know, person of interest. Right. Don't you love that one? Lots. We are reaching a critical phase, but it is in no way a crisis situation. He told reporters. Earlier, Iran's IAEA ambassador, A, told CNN's Becky Anderson, who's a real bubblehead and a simpleton and obnoxious, she's almost as bad as Richard Quest. She uh, told uh, Becky that if his country is referred to the council, it'll begin large-scale enrichment of uranium at its nuclear facility in Matanz. So don't uh, piss us off. We're going to start like nuking it. And duking it. And then the Israelis and the Iranians and bada beep bada are going to be like, and then we'll have Armageddon and we can all croak together. And the Jews are all going to burn in hell. And the Goyim are all going to go, whatever. And the Muslims are all going to be doing them virgins. Oh, it'll be great. It'll be a Machiah. Shall I refresh this thing? Because it seems like we passed them like they're in slow-mo. I mean, they've been obviously tapping out a lot of phony votes, which I, pisses me off. Which of the big two stations do you prefer for sports radio? We started almost 300 votes down when we when I decided to get back on this. See, when I make up my mind, we don't fail. You know what I'm saying? What are you saying? I'm saying screw them. Screw Alan Brown. Hey, Alan, your mama. WQM 2556, 790 the, t- uh, 790 the ticket, 2530. We got it by 26 votes and pulling away. Like Secretariat in the Belmont. Like a big machine, man. Like a good machine. As uh, Chick Anderson would say when he was shaving, he croaked Chick Anderson. He was shaving one morning. Great race now, race caller. Before uh, Dave Johnson, which means he must have been a long time ago. And anyway, he uh, croaked. He was shaving. That's not a good idea. You know, when you have a sharp object in your hand. Right. Five, six, seven. Of course, when you have a dull object in your hand. Five, six, seven, oh, five, sixty pound, five, sixty in the Verizon and singular wireless line. Should we plug that line up or not? I don't know if we're going to make um, mend our fences with these sports yeah, nerds. We it. don't want to. Huh? Geldy, two to four in the most slot. When are we going to, like, do something about that? About what? About that most slot. He's don't got Peter it. King. Is this correct? He's got Peter King again from 3 to 3.30? I, I have one question about that, okay? Why? Not that I want to stick my nose in the uh, sports nerd. Right. What do you know about Oh, I, that's right. Mad Dog at Smoky Bones in Fort Lauderdale, 4 to 7. Hurricane Hotline at Bernie Kosar's Steakhouse, 7 to 9, because the beach is up there in Detroit, walking around on 12th Street in the dark. 
Joe Z is going to do the uh, 9 to 10 hour Bernie Kosar Steakhouse. That should be really. Here's the guy he sucks, okay? Okay. Exciting. And then Eddie K. 10 to 2. No ball games, no hockey game, no uh, nothing. No bocce ball. Nothing going on. No chess tournaments. No uh, poker. Oh, thank God that celebrity poker thing is dying out. Not that I ever watched it, but it's just. You're embarrassed to be a human being when you're, like, channel surfing and you see a bunch uh, of guys playing cards. Yeah, whatever. Next, next we'll be having old maid tournaments on uh, in Sunrise. It's all the same. Sunrise Lake, Sunny. WQAM, hello. Hello. Q yes, sir. Good morning, Neil. When is the I just wondered if you had heard about the PD show on uh, WIOD on Saturday morning. Yeah, we heard it, and uh, he's got a face for radio. He does? Yeah, they have to widen that to take two studios. Yeah. Okay, thanks. Thanks for the feeble uh, attempt. Yeah, somebody told us about that's old news, Jim DeFeed. He's uh, the schmutzy looking. You know, they, like, like that one bit says, they have the amazing things called razors, you know, and right. body wash. I can't imagine him doing See, if he had soap, it would be dangerous because he can never bend down to pick it up. He makes Hank look like little Miss Muffet, Jim DeFeed. Good God. He's one of the more. You, you saw him, right? Yeah, I saw him. All oh, my God. I'm telling you, it's Buddy Nevins with a bicycle pump stuck up. And he just kept uh -huh. uh, ballooning and ballooning. All of a sudden, he almost burst. His gut actually hangs down below his knees. Oh, my God. He is a monster in the uh, urinalistic business. That's what Paris Hilton said. 2608-2536. We're ahead by 72 votes. We are going to leave them in the sawdust. We're going to leave them so far in arrears that it won't. And you know something, Joe Rose? Thanks, Joe, for uh, bringing this, uh, sending over this thing to us. See, because Joe would know where to leave it. And if Joe came over, I mean, nobody would keep him out of the building, right? We love Joe Rose. That's right. In fact, we'd like to have him back. Joe Rose, two to four. How's that sound? All right. All right, little dog. Little dog followed by the mad dog. Dog. WQAM, hello. Yes, sir. I, I just wanted to say a few things about our lovely president. And Go right ahead. Hopefully the uh, dream police won't come and get me. Uh, he really is a communist. No, no he's, a, he's a fascist. Really? I mean, he goes really? at night with the... Uh-oh. Uh oh who's this? Get down on the floor! Get down on the floor! I wonder how long he rehearsed that. Do you think he practiced I, I, that over like and, for a week? And, and, and wasn't that good, that police uh, siren sound effect? That was really uh, very impressive. <laughs> Probably has a toy oh. police car. No, listen. Now, wait a minute. You don't understand. Oh, yeah, I do. No, you don't. You sure don't understand. Just stop and think about this. If he wasn't calling us with that, Sh uh, Schmidt, if he wasn't <laughs> calling us with that. No, no, that was I was going to say swill, and it turned into like. Uh, uh, but anyway. Uh, he'd be out there doing something. I'm sure Probably dangerous. On his way now. Right. So it's good that he was on the phone. Just like all those people who are tapping out the two or three people, all those, uh, you know, phony emails. It's, it's, it's good. It keeps him busy. We're ahead by 90 votes. 26, 30, 25, 40. And they're like uh, stuck because that's all they got anyway. That, that's their whole audience and their staff voted ten times and then the people across the street. Now, let me ask you, because I never really paid any attention. Yeah. The Jefferson Pilot building that used to be um, 790 Waxy, and then it was uh, whatever it is now. Uh, the Dennis Collins Memorial the one, Lawn. The one up the road here? Yeah, where, where exactly is it? Uh, just on the other side, right? Right, on the other side, just a few blocks north of us. Yeah, but I mean, that's what I'm asking, a few blocks. But, I mean, like south of County Line Road? Uh, yeah. Wow. Very close. Very close. Man. Like close two, enough to throw like a, a bomb through the window. A downwind Man. spit. Woo! Good golly, Miss Molly. 
Well, there they are. And, of course, they're probably uh, probably somebody, like I told you, wanted to know where this came from. Joe Rose sneaked down early this morning on his way to work, and he dropped that off. Because that's definitely his printing on there. It says, Neil and George, I came upon this email, thought it might amuse you, signed Joe Rose, a.k.a. a friend. Might be from Joe, you think? He hates the Joel Feinberg. Oh, my God. And Alan Brown. Forget about it. Brownie Brown? Man, he'd like to turn him brown. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? All right. I think uh, I, Warner Wolf was uh, still alive in December when I was up in New York. I don't yeah, know I got a call before from a Harrisburg told me the whole Warner Wolf story. He's still oh. on the air and he's still going to the videotape, right? Right on. I just missed that. Uh, I wanted to bring up uh, and, and following that uh, that great call just now, talking about the domestic <laughs> uh, the domestic surveillance and just uh, a Bush was just I mean going on for the State of the Union. You just stop and think about able danger. You remember what that is, right? Yeah. I mean, they actually had information. I mean, it's just such hypocrisy that they want to talk about uh, uh, domestic surveillance when when they were they were doing it back then. Had the people and they and they shut them down. They didn't want them to be Mm -hmm. found. Of course they don't. Look, look. When you're in business with people and they're doing evil things, you don't want your business partners to be uh, found, right? You're right. Neil, 9-11 was an inside job, brother. Yes, I'm buying it. Later. And they're selling it. I believe it. Bush is in Bin Laden's, baby. Them and the Berlusconi. It's the B-Boys. Berlusconi, mm-hmm. Bush and Bin Laden. You remember Mickey Dane used to say, who's with the B? Bush, Bin Laden, and Berlusconi. Berlusconi. That sounds so much schmalsier, though. It's that Italian thing. Yeah. Silvio Berlusconi. Sounds so, uh, you almost want to dance to it. I got to be honest with you. When I, I this sounds ridiculous, but I, when I was watching that "Standing in the Shadows of Love" two nights ago, yeah, and Joan Osborne was doing "What Becomes of the Broken Heart," uh, that you just get so into that, and I almost almost wanted to cry. I mean, just, it's so fabulous just right. watching that whole thing. That's obviously she really enjoys the song. Yeah, I mean, she sings oh, they were like, not just her, but I mean right. uh, the funk brothers, the, mu- the music, mm-hmm. and just and, and see, I know it sounds stupid to say it. But the reason that it all sounds like the original, at least the, the music, is because it is. You know, and, and it's just like identical. See, I'm not one of those people that's big into like live concert albums, stuff like that. I want to hear the songs in the way they sounded originally on the hit record. Uh, you know, yeah, call right. me a commercial or a music freak, but I am. But all of these with great artists singing, except for Chaka Khan. But other than that, man, I'm telling you, you people, if you watch, so you got Crash to watch this weekend, which George says is ex- excelente. See. And standing in the shadows of Motown, which I guarantee you, if you've got any taste in music or a life, it just uh, it'll it'll uh, crank your chain. Am I right? Yes, it will. You'll be going around all weekend, going <coughs> over and over again. You'll be singing all them songs. You'll be tapping your toes and picking right. your nose. Okay, now let's see. I had a oh, I want to go back to that thing again. I don't, I don't want to keep harping on that, but we we need to keep these people because you know what they're going to be doing over there as soon as I go off the air because our people sure ain't going to be involved. Oh, we're not going to do this. We're not going to get into a peeing contest with those guys. We're just going to ignore them. Yeah, right. See, the thing that pissed me off about that is because it, it gives them exactly what they want. When people see something in the newspaper, even as bogus as this deal is, they believe it. That's their whole concept over there. They want to create this uh, this phony uh, image that oh man, they're kicking our ass and they're like, yeah, right. You can't even kick your own ass over there, for Christ's sakes. You ought to hear what uh, Mark Eisenberg says about O.J. McDuffie, man. You, I, I couldn't even say it on the air. 2684-2546. We're only 138 votes ahead of them. We need to really crank it up now.
all you folks out there. Now we need to put the pedal to your uh, metal. Hoo-ah! That's it. Five, six, seven, seven, over. Did I ever get through the schedule or not? Oh, yeah, I did. Well, you never know because I'm not too keen on that no more. Because we don't want to. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Hello, Mohammed David. And this portion of the Neil Rogers 12 to 1 hour is brought to you by the letter 12. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 slices of pizza. All for me! You fairy! I like to go fishing inside the shower stall. Slip side as I go squishing and slap her off the wall. I bend over, over, try to aim it at my face. But I'm much too small, my tiny feet are away. Oh, I stick it on my leg. When April showers just that way, I like a golden shower. Expert, sprint, expert, taking a golden shower. I use the trickle down theory before I start to strut. I rinse off my wee wee with a pair of looper gloves. The wind on my toes makes me feel so wet and wild. Even in the street, when I paint myself in fire. Aren't you glad that I am style? When April showers come my way, I like a golden shower. Rectum. You're looking for glory holes. 1201 at 560 WQAM. Maybe Ricky Martin's got a couple of glory holes in his shower at home, you know? A you couple? can afford it. A few. We're 197 votes ahead of the other guys, ahead of... 790 waxy. Uh, that, that place. So there you go, Alan Brown. And, of course, it was this intercepted memo. That's what... Otherwise, I'd have just forgotten about it. Just forget about it. I don't want to, you know? Yeah. But this is what motivated me to, like, uh, hop on top of this deal again. Just jam it to him. Because this guy's such a schmuck. Just looking at the way this thing is worded, like, oh, gee, let, let's crush QAM. Yeah, crush this, okay? Crush your... Uh, Crushing your head. Yeah. Like, put it in a vice. Put it in the old Miami vice, Alan Brown. See, one thing about the uh, consultants, man, they're all a-holes. I've never known any consultant, ever. No, I take that back. Rick Sklar was the only one who was a good guy, and that's because he loved me. Remember Rick yeah. Sklar? No. You know, from WABC in New York, man, he was a big fan of mine. I could have gone there two different times, but uh, he kept telling me, well, and, of course, it's all union up there, and he couldn't get me enough hours to make the same money I was making in Florida. Well, the hell with that, you know, because mm-hmm. it cost about three times as much to live in New York. Yeah, but you'd have been on WABC. You know, yeah, big deal. But a bunch of New Yorkers, who cares? Why would you want to be on radio in New York when you can be on QAM? Anyway, I think Rick Sklar is dead. I'm not, I'm not really sure, but, boy, he just loved me. See, all the people, all the wrong people, like uh, Dick Stockton and Leslie Visser and uh, Brent Mausberger, they, all the wrong people love me. How about some, you know, I've been on the year, how many years now? About 30, man. In this market? Now, wouldn't you think, yeah. I keep saying this every year in hopes that some uh, old bag, I mean, some nice lady will, uh, you know, croak and leave me like $10 million or something. Yeah, Because nice. of all the free entertainment I gave her. That's right. But it ain't happened yet. 
Of course, they could just leave a you know leave a check with you, and I'm sure it would get back up here. Right. I'll give you a piece. <laughs> yeah, a piece for the Randazzo brothers or whatever the name was. Remember that? Remember the scene where he's uh -huh. eating the birthday cake up on the roof there? Uh huh. In Havana. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to show everybody. To, uh, Vegas to learn. A, I'm going to learn a casino business, Pop, under the protection of Don Francesco on the West Coast. Oh, that that I'm serious. That movie is just uh, oh too good to be true. All of them, even the third one had its moments. Most of them embarrassing, but nevertheless, twenty-seven ninety-two, twenty-five sixty-four looks to me like we pulled two hundred and twenty, two hundred and twenty-eight votes ahead. Yeah, we pulled it. My God, this audience is on top of it. They are just smoking. In fact, if you open up your windows, forget about Howard Beard. You can hear the sounds of people yelling Puma! all over South Florida, man. By the way, QAM. Boca Bryan says that Rick Sklar died in 1982 from an ankle Yeah, from an ankle Get out of here. Well, that's what? what he says. 1982? Right. I don't think so. Where the hell would I have been in 82? W.S. News. Yeah, I guess. No, I don't, I don't know. Where did he find that out? He Googled it? I don't know. S-K-L-A-R. You Google it, Rick Scar. I don't believe that. Although it could have been back in my WS News days that he was, uh, yeah, possible. He was a good guy, Rick Scar. He was the consultant for um, Cap Cities that used to own WABC. And then, of course, Disney. Ooh, fat. 92. Typo, Brian. 92. I told you. Told you, uh, chicken neck. 82, my ass. <laughs> or as Alan Brown says, 86, my ass. And that's exactly what we're doing, Alan. You're done. You're finito. You can send out all the emails you want. By the way, if you like to email Alan Brown, say, hey, loser, you guys are losing. A Brown at 790theticket.com. I'd like to have, like, several emails from our close personal friends, like, and some of the others, too. <laughs> oh, that required a quick thumb. I just, I just want to refresh it one more time. I want to see who's going to get to 3,000 first. Who do you think it'll be? We got 28, 27. We're almost 300 votes ahead. Boy, Alan, you are—you didn't know what you were up against. What you started when you started uh, putting that bee in my bonnet. In fact, I'm even putting some blue bonnet on it. You don't eat margarine, do you? I hope. No, sir. Real butter. Good. Thank you very much. That's it. Real butter or get some of that maple leaf butter. Any of that is better than margarine. I think margarine's got trans fats, doesn't it? Uh, yes, it does. Ooh, fat. Watch out for those trans fats. And those trans fats. QAM, hello. Not there on two, I don't think. Not there. WQAM, hello. Not there on one. Mark that one down. Maybe that's uh, unusual. WQAM, hello. Hey, you know, I happened to be in the office when Mo was renegotiating his contract. Yeah. And uh, I turned on my voice recorder. You want to hear some of it? Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> I think that's the guy with the cop car sound effect. Oh, is it really? Well, I mean, he's look. I mean, he's got a whole repertoire there. I'm well, sure by the end calling. of the day, we'll have like a whole lot more in his uh, his sack. And odds are, one of them will be funny. Well, so far, he ain't doing well. That was like an improvement over the other one, over that police siren. That was going in the right direction. Yeah. Now, I'll tell you who this guy is. I think it's the gargler. Okay. You, you know why I say that? Why do you say that? Because the rare times that he, you know, he's finally getting the message, and every time he does that now, I dump it so it doesn't get on the air. And he has, he has such a desperate need to be on the air that he had to come up with a different stick. And I, w I would say it's equally as amusing. Now, the gargling was funny about for the first 20 years, you know. Are you talking about? That, that's, well, you don't I know who the gargler is? Yeah, no, that's a younger-sounding voice, I think, is the gargler. No. But you're right, he does talk. I don't think it's that guy, though. Oh. WQAM, hello. Neil, how's it going? 
All right. I love your show, Neil. No complaints. Did you hear our new illustrious governor's solution to our education program down here? Yeah, he's cutting the money, yeah. No, he's going to give all the teachers a laptop. Isn't that great? Not yeah, he's, cut, he's cutting the money, too, in Dayton Broward. I got that story in my pile if I ever get to it. I got a lot of good stuff here. And how Yeah, governor's budget puts Broward and Dayton at the bottom of the barrel on school spending. Isn't that nice? Hey, uh, fat-ass governor, your mama, okay? And by the way, your daughter, too. She's a real rip-snorter. WQAM, hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. Yes, good afternoon. Uh, is, I was trying to determine, is it uh, Luann Screwan or is it the other one uh, that's the real uh, pain in the focus? Uh, what, what does that mean? Well, there's well, two. What, that, what other one? You always call it like a, 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 a something She's old. ancient history, man. Uh, Screwan, she's long gone. She got okay. the axe. But then who's the other one that's the nudge now, the female you talk about? Water, the water Nazi? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Don't mess with my log. What, what's her name? Yeah. Her name is uh, your mama. Well, this guy writing a book. He must be writing the history of the so. modern-day history of QAM. Good God. What's her name? Uh, what's this one's name? What's uh, her home address? What's her email? Maybe it's for his blog. Yeah. Maybe he knows uh, Lyle. <laughs> Five. <laughs> probably his boyfriend. Five. I got to get into my pile speaking of Lyle and Kyle. Let me just refresh one more time because that one more time because I think we're getting close to 3,000 on the QM side. What's the, this is a very scientific poll in the Herald now, now that we're getting the real, the Emmys. Which of the big two stations do you prefer for sports radio? WQAM 2858, 2858, and 790 the ticket has got 2582. So we are almost 300 ahead. Let's see, 24, 276. Well, I'm good at the math, man. I'm good at those numbers. Good at the numbers. Punxsutawney Phil predicts... He saw his shadow, but it was hard to find a complainer in the crowd at Gobbler's Knob, Pennsylvania. You ever been to Gobbler's Knob? Uh, no, thank you. I've been to Rocky Knob. Where the morning temperature was well above freezing and the ground... Well, you know, Wayne Gretzky, he liked to powder his knob. Yeah? Did he have a Rocky Knob? Where the morning temperature was well above freezing and the Groundhog Day high was expected 48 degrees. Here it's the 2nd of February in Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania. It's such a stupid thing they do. Every, and, and you know the way they schlep the... Is this the original... How long is this one? I guess if I read the story, we'll find out. I mean, how, how many years is this Punxsutawney... Fill? How long does a, a groundhog live anyway? Jeez, I don't know. Yeah, well... It can't be the same freaking groundhog. There were a few boos at the groundhog's prediction of six more weeks of winter, mm. but most of the hundreds of revelers instead turned the event into an impromptu Pittsburgh Steelers rally. Oh, six more weeks of winter. I thought he said it was going to be a mild winter. Fans in football jerseys saying, here we go, Steelers. Here we go, Steelers. Here we go. Which is pathetic. And members of the uh, Punxsutawney Groundhog Club's inner circle, the top hat and tuxedo-wearing groundhog uh, businessman responsible for carrying on the groundhog tradition each year through black and gold Steelers' terrible towels as they waited to rouse Phil from his burrow. All we need now is Myron Cope and uh, bring back Bob Prince. Dig him up. Bob Prince had something, too, I think. It was the green weenie, if I'm not mistaken. It's probably what he died from. No, I, actually, he did. It, uh, it was a thing for the Pirates. I believe it was, I'm not sure which year it was. Was it 60 or 71? Because they went to the series three times. They won all three of them, Josh. 60, 71, 79. Arriba, arriba, there was a Roberto Clemente. Do you have any idea what I'm talking about? I do. Really? Oh, I know Roberto Clemente. Well, good. You don't know Bob Prince, though, do you? I do. You do? Yeah. How the hell do you know Bob Prince? From working here? Oh, 
The furry forecaster may be popular, but the Steelers are playing in the Super Bowl. It says it's really... Let's see. The National Environment Trust said its groundhog suit wearing human will ignore his shadow and rely instead on global warming evidence to forecast in early spring. Well, there you go. That's the better news in early spring. I don't think we're going to have no winter here, eh? I don't want to give like a Toronto weather forecast, but it's, uh, the sun is starting to like poke its eye. It's 40 already. It's going to be 46 here today. How do you like that on the 2nd of February? There ain't a drop of, there ain't a flake of snow anywhere. Not a flake. There's plenty of flakes sitting on the street corners. They're schlepping for money. A lot of homeless. Spare some change, mister. See, if you'd say it a little bit louder, I still wouldn't give you any, but at least I'd, you know, I have a feeling you might get some money. You know what I'm saying? What are you saying? They're too damn polite. It's just the uh, Toronto effing way, man. They're just too... Spare some change, mister. No, have a nice day. God bless you, eh? Etc. That's why they're sitting out there with their teeth in a glass. There is one lady, she's been sitting in the same spot ever since I've been uh, up here, man. Every, almost every day. Neither rain nor snow nor sleet will keep her out of her um, franchise that she's got. She's got a certain corner, good traffic corner. And she probably gets into her Lincoln at the end of the day and uh, drives home to her fantastic condo. Which of the big two states do you prefer for sports radio? I'm gonna, I, we're probably getting close to 3,000 now. What do you say? What do you think? I what are your thoughts it. about dessert? Oh, Speaking of dessert, you guys eating today? Monday we got uh, we got some good stuff coming in. I ordered a nice salad from Tony's. Hasn't gotten here yet though. We got John the Baker coming in with pizza and good stuff, all for you. Which? Uh oh, I was right. Which of the big two states you prefer for sports radio? The other guys have got twenty five ninety eight, and we got twenty nine thirteen, three hundred and fifteen ahead. We're going to be crossing that three thousand vote line any second. Now, that's got to be big news, and the Herald will be on the front page. It'll be at the top of their website. QAM busts through the 3,000 vote barrier as Neil Rogers' audience of goofballs comes through again. So you want to mess with me, Alan Brown, and I'm going to put you down, you know, just like uh, The Rock. Right? Right. I'm going to pick your ass up and throw you down. I wonder what he's like, Alan Brown. Probably a frumpy uh, guy with a Brooks Brothers suit. Like some of those some of those clowns that used to run around in packs. And remember those plastic people? What was that one guy's name? Uh... The corporate emailer. What the hell was his name? You know what I'm talking corporate about. Emailer? Yeah, the guy wanted to email me the ratings and email this. This is back before everybody was emailing anything, but this is uh, what a plastic jackass. At, uh, at Paxson? Yeah. Oh, I'll think of his name. You know who I'm talking about. Yeah, it looked like. Oh, uh, my God. Well, like George Harrison with less of a tan. What a collection. What a, what a, I mean, you think we got a bunch of strange people, which we do, including us, but I mean, good God. Good golly, Miss Molly. Wasn't it another Gary? Ah, you're asking me? Yeah, I think it was. Hey, Gary. You fairy. Got a nice ring to it. Um, but, boy, they sure had, they had the, uh, all those reformed Alkies running around with their big uh, two-liter bottles of Diet Coke. Right. And then they had Tommy Kramer, old white-haired Tommy Kramer with the Ron and Ron gang who never did drugs in the 60s right. and 70s and, and told us about it every day. See, when somebody goes out of their way to say to me, I never stole a freight train. Mm -hmm. I start waiting. I, I want to hear the train whistle. Start you know? count, counting the train. Right. Hey, finally, a TV experience like no other. Comcast Digital Cable On Demand is easy to use and has lots for you to love. And today you can try for only thirty-four ninety-nine a month for three months. Why is TV so much better with On Demand? Well, I'll tell you. For starters, you can watch a wide variety of movies and shows whenever you want. It's a revolutionary new way to enjoy TV. On Demand is a library of thousands of programs ready to start when you say so, with programming including free movies, kid shows, music videos, cooking shows, sports, home improvement shows, guitar lessons, and lots more. You're always going to have something good to watch right whenever you want to watch it. And don't forget about control. With On Demand, you can start, stop, pause, rewind, and fast-forward programs using your remote. 
You can get all these things with satellite. With up to, you can't get them with satellite, but you can with this. With up to 250 channels plus on demand, you can build your own TV schedule. Who could ask for more? And best of all, on demand is free with Comcast digital cable. So pick your show times, pick your seat, sit back, and you'll wonder how you ever manage without it. Call today, order Comcast digital cable and HBO with the power of on demand for just $34.99 a month for three months. In date, call 305 Comcast and in. Well, 954 Comcast. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QA. Suck it in and hold it. Life in Paris in a dance can get them boring. If you think that's funny, but a little laugh on you, you're gonna miss me. You bastards will miss me. That's right, you're gonna miss me. I cashed my check and bought a Mercury. A white one with a great big bench seat. I got some earthment for the rest. That's quite a heat. From all of your rates and dingleberries. Watch him TV poker. Just organize it. I put barcodes on my baggy checkered pants. I may have one pain in the grave, and I got to buy my own pizza. But you're, you're gonna miss me. Now that poker can't miss me. Well, you're sure gonna miss me. It's 1219. We ought to do a, a quick poll on that, you know. Did they miss yeah. the Molmeister or not? I see. Well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, because what we got on now is like a revolving dough for Mo. We got the right. Geldy today. What do we got tomorrow? More well, I mean, what can they compare it to then? Do you miss him uh, as opposed to any of the other guys or what? How are you going to do it? I don't know. Do you miss him more than what? I miss him more than uh, death. Okay. More than nothing. How about you? You miss him? No. Oh, that's because you were in the building. I never saw him, yeah. but, you, you know... I Get out of here, you never saw him. I remember that time you were in Ferris's office and you guys were exchanging right. dirty jokes and bonding and slapping each other on the yeah, ass and fisting and high-fiving and low-fiving and... Every once in a while we would, uh, you know, have an encounter like that in the hall, but, uh, you know, I never listen to the show, so I don't miss him. Well, that, that's bad. That's personal. See, I'm not asking on a personal level. not personal. You know I don't listen to any it of the rest of the station. absolutely is personal. What do you say? Absolutely. I don't listen yeah. to any of the rest of the station. Hated him. Just because he tried to get your ass fired nah, and said you right. were stupid. Yeah, well, he had a point. Well, look who we work for, okay? Joyce. Keep in mind, we do work for Joyce. I mean, you know, some of the other people... Uh... Oh, I know what he said. Here's a problem with George. Yeah. He's stupid. Oh, I see. It's one of my problems. 3,019 votes. Boy, are we kicking their fat ass or what? Uh-huh. Man. 3,019. Our audience is really coming through, true and blue. You never thought they would do it, did you? Oh, of course I thought we They are kicking their ugly, smelly, nasty uh, Alan Brown ass. And there's nothing worse than an Alan ass. 3,019 to 2,616, that sounds like 403-vote lead for us. And pulling away, see, increasing it. 
Even the Diebold people. Well, I don't know. I, it's easy for me to say that, but look what happened on Tuesday. The same time when Alan Brown, downtown Alan Brown, put out this memo of desperation, and they started freeping all over the place. They sent out all their memos to everybody in the yellow pages, the white pages, the blue pages, the, the goyim pages. Now, how's that Christian wrestling coming, by the way? Can we look that up in the Christian yellow pages? Okay. Yeah. Christian. How about the Christian white pages? How about the satanic yellow pages? Oh, I love those. Those are my favorite. Marilyn Manson's on every page. Five six seven oh five sixty. See if they'd be more more worried about Charles Manson than Marilyn Manson, then maybe they'd be onto something. WQAM, hello. Hey Neil. Yes, I just sir. Tuned in. Tell me the truth. Is Mo really gone? What do you mean by that? Uh, maybe I just heard bits and pieces, and I thought I heard. You where say. Where have you been? Mo's been off. He, he's been into him, man. They paid him to go away. He had two months left on his deal. and said bye bye. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes, yes. Okay, there's our first response to our poll question about. <laughs> yes. Oh my God! It sounded to me like he was. Uh, yes, it did sound like that. Impaling his uh, body parts with the slim jacket. Yes. Good golly. I mean, what they say if the foo fits. So that, maybe we should take like an instant poll. Let's not do that. That would be like rubbing salt in Moe's wound, and especially when Dick Stockton was ripping him in the smoke. He didn't actually say it, but you, you could tell. You know, hates him like poison. Man, he was just chuckling and chortling about Moe's uh, muskrat. WQAM, hello. I got it. Hello? Yes, sir. This 560 QAM? 560 QAM, the place, the place for steak. All right, well, I've been trying to get in touch with uh, Neil. Speaking. Neil? Yep. Oh, dude, you got to do, uh, do me a favor. You got to play that... Um, uh, Jim Mandich, uh, 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 all right, uh, when he does the covers of, uh, the, the song. Well, there's, uh, let's see, I'm not sure whether it's Mandich Part 1 or Mandich Part 2. Well, I don't, well, if I, I haven't heard Part 2, I say, how about, how about both? You haven't heard Part 2? You wanted more, and you got it. The Mad Dog is back, singing more duets on Mandich Sings. Volume 2. is back pairing off with the greats, singing more big hits with even more big stars. The Mad Dog does them all. It's an all-new British invasion with the Mad Dog singing like a man. I like it. I like it. The truth is finally out that Jim Mandich was truly the fifth Beatle. Here's the Mad Dog's tender and touching tribute to the king. Hey, Elvis. Alright! 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 Alright!
was just a little ambivalent when we asked him if he wanted to do it again. No, I, I don't think so. So we had Luca Grazzi pay him a little visit and tell him either his brains or his signature would wind up on the contract. That son of a bitch was huge. Volume 2, available now if you move quickly. But our race is tightening up. We're only 514 votes ahead. But today, unlike Tuesday now, we can't afford to slack off at 2 o'clock. You know what I'm saying? What are you saying? We need to keep these people on it. Well, that's what they're doing across the street. They just wait till I go off the air, and then all of a sudden they're all in there. Oh, you got to, you know, like it really means something. You know, the only reason I'm doing it, like I said, is to piss off Alan T. Brown, the vice president of communications for Sports Talk. 790, the ticket. Across the street. A bunch of pretenders, the guys who are leasing the radio station because they got a couple of guys who got rich daddies. 500 uh, votes ahead. That's pretty scary. 27 past noon at 560 WQAM. The Emerald Coast continues to be Florida's number one Asian gourmet buffet, as rated by Zagat Restaurant Review. Now, every Friday through Sunday at the Emerald Coast, you can enjoy Lobster Fest featuring delicious Maine lobster served Thermidor style. And every night at the Emerald Coast is Crab Fest with Alaskan snow crab legs, Dungeness crab, and Jonah stone crabs. The menu still includes fresh oysters on a half shell and an amazing sushi bar with over 30. About 30, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus H. Different items. The Emerald Coast also served New York State's juicy and delicious cooked order. And I bet you thought I expired there or something. I thought we lost the well, I was going to get ready to sneeze. Well, I didn't hear the... No, so not yet. Just the line dropped out. The Emerald Coast also served New York State's cooked just the way you like it, man. Juicy and tender and delicious and hand-carved primary and zillions of fresh, delicious delights, too. And on the weekend for dessert, leave room for the Emerald Coast's famous 40-inch Chocolate fountain, hand dip your own strawberries, marshmallows, other decadent treats. Just shove those babies right in there and manja manja. Now through February the 5th, which is what day? It's uh, Saturday? Sunday? Okay. Now through the weekend, come celebrate the Chinese New Year with the Emerald Coast featuring roast duck, crispy chicken, sweet and sour fish, and roasted suckling pig every night. The Emerald Coast has three convenient locations to serve you. For if you really want to pick out, this is the place. They're in Sunrise, Sunny Isles Beach, and Pembroke Pines. Reservations suggested. Call the Emerald Coast at 954-572-3822. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere. I've been to Reno, Chicago, Fargo, Minnesota, Buffalo, Toronto, Winslow, Sarasota, Wichita, Delta, Ottawa, Oklahoma, Tampa, Panama, Madawa, Lava. We're going to South Carolina, and Oklahoma, and Arizona, and North Dakota, and New Mexico, and Texas, and New York. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. We're going to California, and New York. We're going to South Dakota, and Boston, Charleston, Dayton, Louisiana, and Oregon, we're going to California, and 
1232-2801 at 560-WQAM. It's a great Thursday, February the 2th. The sun is shining, man. The birds are doing... Hey, by the way, if you see a bird... Right. Might have that damn bird flu, man. you got to get them before they get us. Who has the least self-respect? we got a shot at a 1,000 on our own poll today, okay? Well, we are just kicking some big, smelly, bloody uh, butt, you know? Right. Wow. On the other poll, we're like almost 600 votes ahead, ahead of the... Uh, the ticket. We're almost 600 ahead. The what now? The ticket. That's uh, Rita Crosby. <laughs> Who has the least self-respect? We got 801. That sounds like a lot of fun. And if we get like about 875 by the top of the hour, we got that baby licked. Colin Powell, 145. What a disgrace. He holds up that little vial. That was one of the vilest acts I have ever seen in my life at the U.N. That was funny. I like the cartoons. They got this anthrax and botulinum and uh, cockeritis and all this other garbage. Anthrax. Right. What a jackass. What a sellout. I hate this poll. 133 is tied with Courtney Love. 133, I say, a definite correlation. Paris Hilton, 110. Well, she's on all the polls now, ain't she? Yeah. Yeah, when when you're tinkling in the taxi cab, that doesn't indicate a whole lot of uh, self-respect. The QAM sports staff, we don't want to. We don't want to. We'll leave it all to the old queen there between 10 and 2 because we don't want to. 92, you know. I, I don't. Do you understand it? I mean, it's just for fun. And it's certainly like a little change of pace, a little excitement, a little pizzazz, you know. Spice it up a little bit, baby. Spice it up. Get out some uh, cilantro and stick it in there. Spice it up. A little oregano. At least pretend it's oregano. Matt Fudge, he's got 49. You fairy. Self-hating queen. Ron Jeremy, 43. Look at Jack Abramoff. He's got... About 30, man. I think is what he's going to get, about 25 to 30. Democrats, 27. They ought to be doing better than that. That was, that was a good choice, whoever called that in. Democrats have no self-respect, at least most of them, except for the aforementioned right. one just moments ago. <laughs> That's the one. Robert Downey, Jr., 19. Jose Consucco, 14. And Alan T. Brown has got six. How do you like that? I bet I know who they are, too. Boog Shambi, Joe Rose, Stu Gatz, Joel Feinberg, uh, Howard Davis, and uh, Mark Hockman. Oh, that's right. He should have seven because also Jose Rodriguez, your uh, stepbrother. My dad. Greg Cote is doing a web poll on Radio Wars in South Florida. He's looking for your favorite and least favorite host. Please vote and let's crush the QAM. Here's the link, he writes on his stupid-ass email. Tuesday at 1.23, after I was crushing their ugly, nasty ass, laden with all kinds of people who don't belong on here to say hello or goodbye. Well, maybe the goodbye part. God. Toasting this one. All the retreads, man. Sidney Rosenberg, who Don Imus kicked out of the studio, and they sent down here for rehab or whatever, you know. Real swill. Have a swill day, Alan. And then he's got this uh, Alan T. Brown. And he's got the blog, you know, the link to it. Alan T. Brown, VP of Communications, Sports Talk, 790. The ticket. And, uh, you know, with the number in the uh, a-, a. Brown at 790, the ticket, et cetera. Pretty sad. That, that, by the way, is his office number. I wouldn't give anybody's home number on the air, but that's his orifice. If you want to call and express your, uh, you know, condolences for the fact we're going to kick their ass now that I'm on the case. 
Which of the big two stations do you prefer for sports radio? 3271 for QAM and 2641 for... 790 the ticket. How do you like that? That sounds like 600 and guess how many? About 30, man. 630 vote lead. And we ain't, we've only begun to fight now, see? I don't care about working with a bunch of uh, pansies. We don't want to. We don't want to stand up for ourselves. We want to let the other guys make us look like a bunch of trained monkeys in the newspaper. Like I said before, granted, it's all bogus and it's just for fun. But people believe what they read in the newspaper. Even the Herald, I know that comes as a shock to most of you. Mm-hmm. People see something in print and they say, oh, did you know that? Wow, it's in the paper. It must be true. So, therefore, if we just sit back and let these guys pretend, which we know it's just a pile of crap, pretend that they're kicking our ass, it's not good for business. It's not psychologically good. And I, for one, even though I don't do a stupid-ass sports show, can you imagine if I was on there? Not that I want to yeah. pat myself on the erectum or anything, but can you imagine? My God, Alan Brown, he'd be, he'd be, he'd be doing a Tom like this. He'd get in the car at 4 in the morning and hightail it right out of town, old Alan Brown, with the windows up, not down. He'd be rolling around with his windows up. Anyway, so Alan Brown's got six, but I'm sure you can work on that. Get, goose him up a little bit. Thanks, by the way, to Joe Rose for bringing that uh, email by. That, that, that inspired me. Otherwise, we wouldn't even wasted our time with this, right? Right. Because I was just ignoring it. And, of course, when they knew I'm not going to read those stupid uh, comments, and that's, you know, people who write comments to blogs and who go into chat rooms and message rooms, all of this stuff, those people are the ones that need to be locked away far from the rest of us. Because they are really... I have no life. Tragic. Desperate. Except, of course, if they happen to be friends of ours. You know what I'm saying? Right. Well, like, for example... Like him. No, I, in fact, I'm quite proud of him for putting that on there about 400 times to show how stupid the whole thing was in the first place. That comments. Yeah, comment my ass. Well, there's... Uh, is that Christian Amanpour who says the war's a disaster and Iraq is a nightmare? And what the hell are we doing there? I always hated her like poison, but I'm saying, look, look at that schmata she's wearing with the shades. Look at that. Schmata and shades. Maybe change it? They're too late. Now, Good. she'll be back on again. Oh, look at all the getchkis. They've got nice oranges over there, though. There she is. She's sitting on the floor on that flying carpet. Looking like a real getchki with that green schmata on her head. And she got that 400-year-old Iraqi guy. He says, oh, what are you doing here already? Go away. By the way, I got a fax here from Ken. I tried to email him his answer. From Ken? He wants to know the website. And I tried to email him, and my email got bounced. So uh, there you go, Ken. Well, what do you mean your email got bounced? He wants to know our website? No, no, the website where he can go and vote. Oh. The Miami Herald. Well, let me tell you right now. Just go to MiamiHerald.com, and on that front uh, page on the Internet, about two-thirds of the way down on the bottom right-hand side, you'll see blogs. And it's a Dave Berry blog on there, which nobody would read that. And none of that is Greg Cote. And what is it called? Uh, what does he call it? Like, uh... Uh, retardo uh, evidence of uh, random evidence, random evidence blog votes. And you click on that, baby, and then he's got a thing there, a song to dance. And then the one we're really concentrating Now, you can certainly vote for uh, Mad Dog or Hank or whoever, but uh, the one we're really constipating on, because they, like, they just loaded it up thanks to this phony email, you know, getting all their executives and all their peons and the janitor and all their kids. Uh, in fact, I understand they were circulating that in all the schools. You know, most of the kids have got computers now. Mm-hmm. And they were circulating in the schools with instructions where to click. Let's see. What is this now? Tap scan. What is this? One of the three pages that I sent you. The other two pages are the numbers that they wrote on there, so we only need that now, one. Now, who is this from? Well, read the top there. Stop blaming the hurricanes. Well, what, what does that mean? It, I, obviously, it's from that other station or something. Or Stop somebody blaming involved the hurricanes. Them. For your lottery 3.5 shares in spring. Well, this is from across the street. 
Oh, your TSL went down and your turnover. Yeah, you know something? We still had a 6.8 in December and a midday over there had a 1.9. How do you like them apples, sweetheart? See, I got the monthlies already. Yeah, but that's so you can give me a big song to dance. Yeah. Fall 5.6. And in, in uh, November, we had a 3.6. So stop. Oh, I see. I thought we were talking about the team. Stop blaming Hurricane My Ass. And didn't I actually go on the air? See, I don't play games with numbers. Didn't I say that they might have been as well off the year, and they were during some of November? Didn't I say that? Mm-hmm. When they had 0.00 oh. uh, whatever? I said that. But no. This is from Rosen and Rosen PA, who must be uh, somebody's boyfriend over there. Send me a bunch of crap. Like, look, this is supposed to prove something to me. And this writing looks awfully familiar to me. Looks awfully, awfully familiar. Uh, I don't know. In fact, what's that Broward number on there in the upper? Uh, that must be Rosen and Rosen, PA, huh? I would imagine they're they're. Well, guess what? Your mama sewed socks in this business about your TSL. Yeah, big deal. TSL, of course, it went down because everybody's trying to put their life back together again. You idiots! Yeah, they got they got one month their claim to fame there, just like last April. Oh, we're gonna kick their ass, eighteen to thirty-four. You know, you guys think that you can like talk uh, talk yourself into it? It ain't gonna happen. How many years have I been saying that now? You can't talk yourself into having big numbers. Either you got them or you don't, and you guys don't. You had a couple of uh, bogus months there, very suspect, and anybody that's going to use the fall book as evidence of anything has got to be a lunatic. That would be like us saying, well, look in November, they had a, oh, 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 yeah, so big deal. They might as well have been off the air. Who the hell would listen to them when they're trying to, like, save their life from the hurricane and find water and all of these things, huh? In fact, quite frankly, we didn't do all that bad in November compared to what it could have been. Who the hell was getting diaries in the mail? Who was getting any mail? Who was sending out any mail? Most most people had bigger fish to fry, okay? See, you can try to talk yourself into it. Like, hey, like, like this fact. Look at, look at the tone of it. You're like mm-hmm. slapping me in there. Oh, geez. Oh, how am I going to recover from that? Your mama, okay? You guys aren't fooling us. I got a 6.8, which is, you know, and all that great. We had a 7-something in uh, October. And they had a 1-9. Is that close? Does that sound like a contest to you? Hey, stop playing the hurricane. They could put Jesus in sandals on their day, uh, midday, along with Moses and Abraham Solomon. They still got to do a number. So quit giving me a solid answer about your tears. So what? Uh, up yours. That must be from Alan T. Brown. And by the way, I got relatives called Rose, and they're going to kick your ass. 33. Oh, this is what they're upset about. Yeah. Yeah, they're crying over there because now we got 3,367 votes from our fine, loyal audience, and they got 2,646. We're only like almost, uh, we're 721 votes ahead. How do you like that? All right. Because they've already exhausted the whole audience and all their relatives and all the employees and the janitor's uh, in-laws. That's it. You lose. That's sad. For, for, them, for them to be giving me a, a written lecture about ratings? Oh, my God. That, you know something? Seriously. That would be like Clarence giving a seminar on programming. You know, you follow what I'm saying? What are you saying? It would be just uh, most, most amusing. It would be like Greg Reed being a radio consultant. Twelve forty-two at five sixty WQM. Whether you live near downtown Fort Lauderdale or not, I want to tell you about a fabulous restaurant that's worth the drive anywhere in South Florida. Terra Steak and Lobster House. You'll find it on the Seventeenth Street Causeway. You'll find Tara. She'll be there almost any night greeting guests at her new 200-seat restaurant and lounge, proudly bringing East Coast residents the same fantastic Terra dining experience that earned her Marco Island restaurant near-perfect marks in that most important Zagat survey. And also a Wine Spectator Award of Excellent Wine List, now boasting over 380 selections from the world's greatest wine regions. 
The main attraction, though, at Terra Steak and Lobster House is just like the name would suggest to you. Fantastic, juicy steak and lobster. And they do a fine job with everything from their cognac-infused lobster bisque to mom's classic crab cakes, their selection of fresh seafood, and chops. Regarded by many people as the Peter Luger of the South, and that's saying a lot, Terra incorporates family recipes to complete the menu. Sauces and dressings made fresh in-house daily, and hand-selected dried short loins used to prepare their signature porterhouse for one, two, three, or four are served cut away from the bone on a sizzling platter. Sweet and tender is the only way to describe Terra's three to six pound made lobster collection. The lobsters are prepared steamed, broiled, stuffed with lump crab meat, whatever you like, or with a fillet for the ultimate surf and turf. And now, being stone crab season, Terra are quickly becoming the stone crab house, too. No need to fight traffic to Miami to get those jumbo sweeties, but make sure to reserve them in advance because they go mighty fast. Don't miss Terra's happy hour every Monday through Friday with two-for-one specialty drinks or their complimentary wine tasting every Thursday from 5.30 to 7.30 when you stay for dinner. Terra Steak and the Lobster House at 1430 Southeast 17th Street Causeway in Fort Lauderdale. You can call them and make reservations at 954-765-6202. That's 954-765-6202. Or visit their website at Terra Steakhouse. And let me say it again. A little confusing here. TerraSteakandLobsterHouse.com. It's all one word, of course. TerraSteakandLobsterHouse.com. And don't forget, when the subject is great steak, everybody will be raving about Terra's. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. By the way, I got their number wrong. Let's straighten it out. You want to straighten it out? It's already straight. Oh. He's the chicken. Please take your hand with it. He's the chicken. Wrap a more around the chip. He's the chicken. Give it in a grip and then just hold it. He's the chicken. Plant the bed with a juice milk. He's the chicken until the bed is shaking chalk. He's the chicken. Show it back to parents in the closet. Baby, I'm blue. We'll make you dead. When you get money to her head, do a chicken in that bed that way. Be afraid. Be very afraid. Here's the chicken, around the neck as you pull. Here's the chicken, and hand it till your mouth is full. Here's the chicken, careful not to throw it wrong and blow it. 1247, I got a 3-5 in December. I apologize profusely because I actually I dug in. Because I like to get it right. I don't just lie and make the numbers up. We had a 6-8 in December. They had a 3-5, 10 to 2. They'll never hit that number again. And by the way, they're like the listenership went way, way down from November to December. Way, way down. Although their, uh, their average quarter hour went from a .3 to a 3.5. Isn't that impressive? In October, we had a 7.4. They had a 1.4. That's pretty tight, isn't it? Hey, stop blaming the hurricane. In, in November, we had a 3.1 in midday because of the hurricane, and it's not blaming anybody. They had a 0.3. Maybe they'd like to say that was an accurate number, okay? We'll be more than happy to give you full credit for that, Brown and Brown and Rosen and Rosen and whoever you folks are, and uh, Joel uh, Feinberg. And then December 6, 8 to 3, 5, they'll never see that number again if they live to be 50,000 years, just as bogus as last April. You know, places like that, they get a few uh, wire diaries, especially when they return on. And let me say it again. November and December, you might as well throw them down the toilet. Wouldn't you think that would be a high priority on most people's agenda, is filling out radio diaries? Oh, top. Or maybe they're, like, trying to put the roof back on their house. Could be, but what do we know about it, you know? Give me a, give me a lecture on ratings, man. You guys are kicking our ass. Look at that. 3471 for us and 2660 for them. This goes to show what a bunch of whiners they are. Some schmuck uh, sends me a, a fax, Give me a lecture about, your, like, the listenership went down. Uh, yeah. Like I said, probably most living and breathing people are out there trying to put their life back together again. 
And by the way, what was our length of listenership again? You're asking me? Oh, in December. What time was it? It was um, uh, six hours. Theirs was five hours. Your mama. Big deal. Nevertheless. Yeah, here's, here's another ratings maven. Oh, Joel Feinberg's sitting there. What are we going to do? They're kicking our ass on that pool, and Rogers has got them all whipped up. Yeah, you'll see. You'll see. In fact, I got news for you, man. Joel Feinberg and Alan T. Brown, and who's the other one over there? Stu Goss. If we beat you in this uh, pool since you're so whipped up about it, you all, all you guys should retire. What do you think? Right. Whip your ass. Retire. Because we gave you the big handicap because our guys are, man, we don't want Okay, so I'm going to bat for everybody else. Which of the big two stations do you prefer for sports radio? Get Greg Cody, a very important blog in the Herald. Muy importante. Everybody's life depends on it, I guess, according to the way they're responding. They got 2665, the losers, and we got 3522. We're like pulling up to 1,000 votes ahead. And that's why that's why they're rattling their spears and sending us faxes with numbers. And you're, yeah. I got news for you. When a bunch of amateurs start sending me a song and a dance about ratings in South Florida, that's got to be one of the most amusing things I've ever heard. That would be like Gildy giving me a seminar on voice lessons. Like Rita Cosby giving us elocution lessons. She had to be giving electrocution lessons, that bitch. Anyway, what am I getting whipped up about? I don't know. Just kind of so silly, you know, so obvious, so transparent that they're licking their wounds now. Now that, now that the king came on here and kicked their ass today. Put them back where they belong, down in, down in the sewer. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, how you doing, buddy? All right, Pally. Two things, man. I don't know how you do it, dude. you got so much patience. I mean, for two years you've been doing screenless. I would be going crazy when these people are calling up saying, hey, can I mean, two years. Rogers? It's been a lot longer than that, I think. Yeah, it's longer. And then people call up, can I speak to Neil Rogers, please? Yeah. I mean, oh. Second, don't you understand? That's the, that's the joy of the audience is to have people being as stupid as they possibly can. And that's what makes it so interesting. So and that's, that's why that's why the Republicans keep winning in this state. I think. That's right. <laughs> Listen for your uh, for a poll. You know, you want to talk about Mo? Uh, the best sports guy that ever left QAM. You know, who you like the who you miss the most? So he can oh, you know, you know that would be Joe Rose. Yeah, I know Joe would win it, but Depot could be a close second. Get out of here, Depot! <laughs> my, get out of here! How much he pay you to make that call? Defoe, talk about corn. Even uh, even our general Mangler said to me, he said, boy, even in Iowa, they don't grow, grow, grow the corn that tall. We don't want you, Defoe, okay? Old and worn out, rehashed, like old, stodgy, remashed taters. You know what I'm saying? What do you say? I mean, is there any doubt? Why would we waste our time taking a poll? I mean, it would be like uh, taking a poll. Uh, what day do you think it is, you know? Oh, they won't agree on that. Are you eating again? I'm eating now. The food just showed up. Well, from where? Tony's. I'm having that. All right. Thank, Thank you, Brad. There's a good guy, man. Doesn't bug anybody. You know, I encountered Brad. I was driving my beautiful vet on the, um, by the stadium there, going to work one day. Mm-hmm. Or maybe I was going home. And I was uh, paying the toll. And I, do you pay the toll going out? Yeah, I guess you do. And uh, he uh, honked the horn. Hey, it's Brad from Tony's. I thanked him profusely. And he, but he didn't bug me or anything like, hey, pull over. I'll have a big chat for a half an hour. You know, good guy. Doesn't come in here like try to monopolize the whole place. Hey, speaking of a vet, I uh, I drove a buddy's uh, buddy of mine's dad's vet. Now, do you have the uh, the sweet little hologram that shows like the the speedometer on your window, the HUD, the front yeah, window? Yeah, they've had that for a long time. It's not called a hologram. It's called a what the hell do they call it? Heads up display, a HUD. Yeah, well, yeah, heads up display. Well, anybody, yeah, heads, heads up. Yeah, right. That's it. Oh yeah, this is the last several model. I think since 2004 we've had that. 
or three even. Now, what year? What year was this you were driving? This is a new, brand new one. Oh, the brand new one, 2006. Yeah, he leased. So it. in other words, I got that 2005 with the keyless entry and the whole deal. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, this one's keyless too. Well, I would think so. I mean, if it's a 2006, why would they go back to sticking the key in the dough? I mean, that's kind of like, or, or even clicking that button. Now, do you open your doors, too, by the push of the button? You, you don't have to push any button. As yeah. long as you, as long as you have that in your pocket. You as long as you have that baby in your pocket, the pocket rocket, it opens. And then ah. you get in there, and you put your foot on the brake, and you hit the button, and it starts the car. No, I'm talking about for your door. That's what he's telling you. What did I just get through saying? Okay, and as you approach. As long as the key is in your pocket, the key to your beautiful Corvette, or your friend's, of course, beautiful Corvette, the door will open as you approach. As you get within shooting range, the door will open and somebody will shoot. No wonder they don't want to give him that raise. So, so uh, you like it, huh? What's not to like? The, uh, exactly. <laughs> it's like a fast Cadillac, am I right? It's a lot better it's than a Cadillac. Most- Fat yeah. and wild, but I'm just saying, it's just because I'm talking about the ride, smooth as uh, can be. See, people think of Corvettes, and they think like back the old, like, uh, you know, even the old uh, 67, 68, which were beautiful cars, but, man, they ran really rough, like your ass dragging on the ground. Thirty-five ninety-nine. Do you know if I refresh it again, I guarantee you, I'll bet you Robert Grieper's life on it, we got at least 3600 3608 and they got 2681. We're all we're closing in on a thousand vote lead, and they're giving me a seminar on ratings and like the listenership and bada being. You know, you can take numbers and you can make all kinds of chop liver with them, and you can slice them up and try to prove something by one month. One month or two months doesn't make a career. It doesn't make a lifetime. It doesn't make an audience. It doesn't make something that agencies or real people want to buy. Okay, people want to reach an audience. They want to move Schmidt off the shelf. That's why people advertise. Not because they like sniffing somebody's jockstrap. They used to play ball at semi-literate. That's not what it's all about. Man, who the hell are you guys kidding over there? See, they, they really think that they can, they're going to come in like an elephant in a china shop, you know, and they're going to, like, force their way through the marketplace. We got the dolphins. We got all of Joel Feinberg's daddy's money and Stu Gotts's dad. And we're going to, yeah, yeah, these, these are guys who all used to work on a station, most of them. Mark Eisenberg, he flopped even in midday, even with the, the juice and toast and omelet, he flopped in midday. Mark Eisenberg. Even overnight, he couldn't keep a job. That's the kind of great talent they got. Stu Gotts, who used to be, you know, just a schlump there. He was Hank's uh, gopher there at 2 a.m. Now he's a general manager. General manager? <laughs> Holy. That, that would be like Clarence being our program director. That's how ridiculous that is. What else have they got? Who who they got there? And Jason Salodkin. Well, who, who is that kid? Do you know him, Josh? No. Isn't he the P. <laughs> I know that Zazlo, like that Zazlo kid. That's Boog's producer. Yeah. Oh, that's Boog's buddy. Yeah. And the poor Booster man. Hey, everybody, let's talk about some sports. Here come the Mets on the field. I still say it. He wouldn't take the Mets job. He's such a schmuck. I, I used to, you know, I mean, not that I dislike him or anything, but I used, I used to have such high feeling for his future. But he just don't get it, you know. I mean, what is there to like about being stuck at a horseball station that's got no numbers, that's going to go nowhere, and then eventually they'll finally wind up, uh, won't be leasing that frequency no more, and, uh, you know, and then he'll be doing like uh, six games a year on ESPN. All right, that's about 40. That's about 40? Yeah. Well, I wish him the best. I actually like him a lot. He's a good guy. I, I mean, it's a, his only problem is, you know what they say about kids getting in with the wrong company? No. Him and LeBastard, he hangs out with the wrong crowd. Here's one who says, I do miss the mole. He was the voice of the South Florida mentality. <laughs> oh. 
This is beautiful. It says he was a miserable bastard who would stab his best friend in the back, and that is if he had one. I never will forget when he called the other sports station and told him he listens to their show, but other than that, he's a pretty nice guy. Where is he now? He's probably playing golf with Dick Stockton. Oh, that's right, Dick's in Detroit. Maybe he could fill in some days in his old time slot. Let's hope not. I don't think that's in the cards. I don't think that's in the old maid. I wouldn't be surprised. That's going to be next. They're going to have, like, we just filled in holding an old maid tournament on TV with the Golden, uh, the golden oh, I Girls. I can't wait for that. That's going to be good. Do you have a two? Let's see. Yeah, I got a two and a one. I'm going to turn both of them loose in a minute. 6,349 total votes. We got 3,661. They got 2,688. Now, now, that's not the correct number. Let me refresh. Can you refresh them? What am I? 3,665, 2,688. We're like uh, 23 votes shy of 1,000. Well, I think that can be corrected just during this next break. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Buttheads, it's the one to two hour. Have you always wanted to learn to dance? If you've ever imagined yourself gliding effortlessly across the floor with your partner in your arms while having the time of your life, then let Master P show you the way. You want to learn to cha-cha, boxtrot, walk, rumble, a quick step? I teach you, man. Master P creates a learning experience that encourages and allows students to realize their full dancing potential in an open and friendly atmosphere. Actually, I dance to get freaks. Now, pay attention. Move your feet around a little bit. Okay. That's too much. Okay. Don't move something. Where's your hat? I, I don't have a hat. Oh, to have a hat. I, I don't have a hat. Move your feet around a little bit. Okay. Not that too much. But, but yeah, but watch how I do like this. I'm just barely moving. Barely moving. Uh, that's not dancing. Barely moving. Where's your hat? I, I don't know, but that, oh, you're not dancing. Where's your hat? Master T is a ballroom dance specialist with the mission of making dancing fun, enjoyable, and rewarding. If you're striving to become a confident social dancer or a competitive ballroom dancer. Master P will provide you with highly specialized and personalized ballroom dance lessons. The Master P way. Alright, so the first Where's step your in the... hat, man? Uh, I don't have a hat. What's up with the shoes you're wearing? They're dance shoes. Oh, you don't wear dance, you wear sneakers. Sneakers? Sneakers. Well, why would I wear sneakers? No brother gonna be caught wearing dance shoes. You need a pair of sneakers and wear your hat. I don't have a hat. Don't backtalk, Master P. Master P's ballroom dance school is now accepting new students. For more information, go to MasterPSchoolOfDance.com. Are you sure this is how you do the cha-cha? Man, I'm going to ask you once again. Yeah? Where's your hat? I don't have a hat. How many times do I have to tell you? You're no longer allowed to come to my school. Well, why not? You don't have a hat. Why do I need a flipping hat? Time to open the Master P School of Dance can of whoop-ass. And by the way, uh, Beth Bernstein, is that her name, our new sales lady from across the street? Yes. That we spirited away while you're yep. eating with a mouthful? Mm-hmm. Uh, she said that she wouldn't wish that place on Hitler. I don't know what she meant by that. Oh, we got on our own poll, since we got our own fish to fry. We got over a 1,000 vote lead, by the way. Thank you very much. Keep banging away on it, because they're going to like it. Well, you got And you know what really cracks me up? I just looked at that fax again, which the writing was awfully familiar, that Rosen and Rosen crap with the numbers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, all we had was a 7-0, a 7 oh. in men in the summertime when you're like on uh, three times a week, huh? And we're number one. Shame on you, George. I know, it suck. Yeah, the, the day that they got a 7 share in anything over there, they would be like running around naked in the streets, like uh, screaming and yelling like a bunch of crazed Indians, man. Yeah. Who the hell are these people kidding? 
Oh, you only had a seven in the summer. Yeah, let me say it again. Take out the uh, November, the bogus month of the hurricane, and we got a seven one in the other two months. Amen. And we would be number one because if you take out that bogus month of IOD ad, we'd still kick their ass. But nevertheless, don't confuse people with the facts because you know what they say. Numbers, uh, what is that old saying about uh, fool me once? 895 votes. Who has the least self-respect? Colin Powell, 161. Old Roland Powell. Some people thought he was going to be president until he held up that vial. I hate this poll, 149. William Mama. Courtney Love, 144. Paris Hilton, 125. The QM Sports Stab. We don't wanna. 96. Wait till we get Joe Rose back, man. He's going to whip their ass into shape. Matt Fudge, he's got 51 votes. You fairy. The Democrats, 45. Spineless, gutless, uh, uh, platformless. You ever have them platformless shoes? I'm wearing some now. Ron Jeremy, 44. Jack Abramoff, 34. Jose Canseco, 20. Oh, Jose, can you see, man? You are pathetic. Lion sack of garbage. Don't we have a street? We do have a street named after him, don't we, somewhere in Dade County? Jose Canseco? Uh, I, I think so, yeah. Yeah. What a disgrace. Of course, we also got Arthur Godfrey Road, one of the most virulent anti-Semites in the world. It's only appropriate that he should have a street in Miami Beach where all the Jews used to live named after him. Maybe in Sunrise Lakes they can have Heinrich Himmler Highway. Idiotic. But that's South Florida for you, you know. Masochists. Robert Downey Jr., 19, and Alan T. Brown, downtown Alan Brown, Siete. Solamente Siete. Seven votes. Small potatoes. Like Frankie Pentangeli. Small potatoes. We got you down, Alan Brown. And that's where you're going. Straight down. In the toilet. Yeah, you guys are slipping. And you did the... that, that looks like uh, Petey Lenny's right, right to me, as a matter of fact. Doesn't it? Doesn't that look awful familiar, the writing on that fax? Look yeah, at it again. It does. I'm going to save it and see if I... Uh, I mean, I know it says else. Rosen and Rosen, but in fact, we get... It seems to me that we've been getting faxes from Rosen and Rosen for years, so maybe it's somebody, you know, who, who went over there, went on the other side. Uh, Let's see. we got to buy 1,000. Oh, yeah, 1,000 and uh, 56. 37.66 to 27.10. We're 1,056 votes at 56. You got that? 1,056, as in like QAM. Okay, let me get to my pile, because I'm dilly-dallying with this crap today. But you know what? I want to. Unlike some of our other people, I don't want I want to. I want to stick it to them, especially after I see this bogus email. Let's whip everybody up, and let's get a daisy chain going, and let's, uh, yeah, let's crush QAM. Crush this, okay? That? Yeah, this. If you got good eyesight. Marlins President David Sampson remained noncommittal about the team's future, writes Barry Jackass, in a speech yesterday at a Greater Miami Chamber of Commerce luncheon at Parrot Jungle. Washington, for the Nationals, makes what we're offering look foolhardy. The Marlins could leave. We hope not to. Now, there's obviously a sentence missing there because uh, it's, not my, it's not my fact. It's just Barry and the Herald, I guess. But Sampson also said, I'm getting a generator because that's how much I'm staying. I'm not selling my home. I don't plan on ever moving. Aww. Well, that's good news for uh, Josh, mm-hmm. who's eating right now, probably. No, I'm done. Are you really? Yeah, I think so. That's what Clarence said. He said, owner Jeffrey Luria called him on the way to luncheon and said, what are you going to say? Are you going to inform them that if they don't get a stadium built, the team is going to leave? Are you going to inform them that if they don't come to the games, the team is going to leave? Are you going to inform them that the contribution from the team is the fourth largest in history of baseball in a market that's never proven to be completely baseball friendly? I said, I probably would not mention those things, said David. And Delilah. Samson suggested he doesn't understand people saying that the stadium we uh, would have gotten done if someone else were in charge. I'm thinking to myself, is it me? Is it us? Is it the concept? Uh-huh. 
Or maybe it's just the emotional part of sports and the government helping what they perceive to be rich people. Well, Wayne Heisinger is pretty rich and John Henry is pretty rich, and they didn't get a stadium. Well, what does that mean? <laughs> does, that, does that make any sense? Isn't that kind of like reverse logic? Pretty Isn't much. he like arguing against his own point? I, I don't get that. Talk about stupid. The Marlins will kick off their annual caravan Monday in Key Largo and Isla Morada. I bet you Josh will be there. Nope. Oh. The week-long event, which also includes stops in Naples. Oh, you can go over and see Joyce. As well as locations in Dade, Broward, and Palm Beach counties will come on February 11th with Fan Fest at Dauphin Stadium. That will used to be PP Park and still should be. Players, coaches, and should be um, Joe Robbie Stadium is what it should be. Players, coaches, front office executives, Billy the Marlin and the Mermaids will appear at stops along the way. Billy the Marlin. Now, that's John Ruth. That's the guy that I was trying to remember that used to be the Hurricane mascot. Cocky. In, uh, in uh, wherever he was, uh, South Carolina. What the was he called with the hurricanes? You don't even know, do you? I don't know. I mean, I told you he's... But that's John Ruth. That's Billy the Marlin. Oh, you yeah. don't know him? I do. Well, isn't that the guy? I'll have to ask him. I don't know. Ask him and say, hey, do you know uh, Dolphin Denny? And he'll just puke. Now, Dolphin Denny, there's a real piece of work, huh? He's a piece. I think he borrowed that red nose from Patch Adams again. Well, it's sure been getting around lately, hasn't it? And Joe Rose says, by the way, who, who are you guys kidding over there at Rosen and Rosen? I got another email from Joe. Which of the big two stations do you prefer for sports radio? WQAM 3818, 790 the ticket, 2725. Almost an 1100 vote lead. It is comical, isn't it? Pretty much. Well, that's because I, I put the pedal to the metal, baby. I, I, I put the gauntlet down, whatever a gauntlet is. Like one of them old-fashioned things they used to use in the torture chamber is probably a... Abu Ghraib. That's right. I want them steel gloves. Isn't that a gauntlet? That is. So uh, we got a free lunch in there today. Everything is looking up. Mm -hmm. We're finally turning around after a couple of cloudy days. Right. Well, it's pretty it's cloudy in here. All thanks to whoever sent this wonderful email to us this morning that inspired us to kick some big... Fat, disgusting, phony ass. Phony is a $45 bill. I wouldn't be surprised if that's Fat Boy's writing. Right. Why would he be doing that? Well, just because it's him, you know. That is. Always got his, always got his fat fingers in everybody's face. 912 votes on our poll. We're going to get to that 1,000 by 2 o'clock. We're going to have like a zillion vote lead on him. What could be greater than this? Oh. What a day. And we owe it all to that dwindling uh, Neil Rogers audience. But if there's one thing I really worry about in my life, it's declining rating. <laughs> oh, God. I just don't. And, of course, that I don't know when I go to the bank and that uh, small income of mine, how am I going to stretch it out over the last uh, six months of my life? You know, whatever I got left. Uh, what a joke. Better budget those games. Yeah, I better start budgeting it out, man. What a, what a freaking idiot whoever sent that thing from Rosen. You ought to call them up, Rosen and Rosen, find out who the hell sent that. Some schmuck that thinks you know about radio. First of all, you don't compare book to book. You compare year to year in the book. That's how you do it. If you know anything about ratings, which you obviously don't. Five, six, seven. I, like I said, I got stuff to do here. I don't have time for stupid calls. The House on Wednesday agreed to extend the USA Patriot Act for a month while conservative Republicans in the White House workout changes intended to protect people from government intrusion. The GOP-controlled House used a voice vote to keep the law in effect until March 10, so negotiators have more time to come up with a deal. The Senate was expected to follow before the law expires on Friday. It expires tomorrow. Ready for that? I'm ready. I wouldn't be surprised if Alan T. Brown expires tomorrow. 
Just before leaving for Christmas, Congress extended the law until February 3rd. Senate Democrats and four libertarian-leading Republicans had blocked the final vote on a measure negotiated by the White House that would have made permanent most ex- uh, expiring provisions. The Republicans were concerned about excessive police powers. The Republicans, you hear that? I heard it. It is imperative that we not play political games with the tools that our law enforcement needs to prevent another terrorist attack, said the chairman of the House Judiciary Committee, Republican Representative James Sensenbrenner, Republican of Wisconsin. House Democrats said they didn't want the Patriot Act to expire, but they're pressing for civil rights protections before renewing it permanent. The extension will give members a chance to work together, said Representative Bob Scott, Democrat of Virginia, added Representative Jane Harmon of California, the uh, top Democrat on the House Intelligence Committee. We must extend it, mend it, but not end it. Isn't that cute? She's starting to sound like Johnny Cochran. She's robbing it. We must extend it, mend it, but uh, not end it. And if it don't fit, you're full of stuff. Wow. So there you go. The Patriot Act. I think next year, that means Super Bowl in New England is what it sounds like to me. The fix is in. We love the Dolphin. And how about those Tampa Bay Buccaneers? What are they going to do next year? Same old stuff, no offense. Well, what are you, what are you smirkling about? You got to have, how many points they score against the Patriots in that game? Hey, uh, oh, huh? Patriots didn't do too well themselves, okay? In that game? Oh, in the Bucks game? Final yeah, score, Tampa Bay 0, yeah, New England Patriots, the defending world champion, New England Patriots, 28. They went out the night before. They had a late night. I see. Too much time at Mons Venus. 12 minutes out, look at the bodies of 14 men shot dead found in Baghdad. This is on top of the stuff that we had before, so if you're keeping track. Of course, who counts those Iraqis anyway, right? We They're just paying the ass bystanders. Right. They're messing up all our fun. What do we got in our poll? Let's worry about our poll before you start getting all whipped up about that stupid uh, Miami Herald thing. Oh, there's that, there's that uh, stupid thing they keep showing on there about that uh, backyard wrestling. Yeah. Who cares? Nobody. I mean, like that's a bulletin. CNN's just obsessed with that. All day long we've been seeing that. Kids hitting each other over the head with fluorescent light bulbs and with, like, uh, you know, uh, paper mache. Whoopie-doo. 920 votes. I think we're, I think we're in on that 1,000, don't you? Maybe urine. Are you starting with that Paris Hilton crap again? Hey. Maybe Steve Kane. Maybe Mr. Ego can bring on the urine lady. 113 at 560 WQM. When you're shopping for shoes, you know where to head straight for Brandy's and Pompano Beach. Boy, are they fantastic. They've been around a long time while 80s and other shoe stores have come and gone. Why? Because they've got an unbeatable combination waiting for you. They carry a humongous selection of all the major brands, <clears throat> like Rockport, Florsham. I get choked up just thinking about it. Don't you? Nope. Ah, Rockport, Florsheim, Echo Mephisto, SAS New Balance, and lots more. And Randy's Professional Shoe Fitters always make sure you have a customized fit of your favorite comfort shoe at an unbeatable price. So what could possibly be not to like? Just ask for Arnie. He'll take down good care of you make sure you get the perfect fit. And don't forget the pros at Brandy's even specialize in wide widths as well. So whatever you're looking for, guarantee you'll find it an unbeatable price at Brandy's. Worth the trip for anywhere. For comfort, style, fit, value, wine selection, always think Brandy Shoes. 1290 North Federal Highway in Pompano Beach. Open daily till 9 and every Sunday till 5. And this week, another great week to shop at Brandy's because men's and women's Sperry Topsiders, a great value, 10 to 20 bucks extra off. Only this week and only at Brandy Shoes in Pompano Beach. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. <laughs> Some more prisoners, make them scream nice and loud. Get me some wires and a battery pack. I don't care if they 
change from my rack to be used, used, used to the torture, cause they're just playing their game. Oh! In the past, it had to be worse with Saddam Hussein. All right. The following is an apology from the headquarters of Measley's Green Inquisition. Yes, it's been brought to our attention from outside sources, since uh, we never listen to radio anyway, that uh, the only lucrative show we have on the air, the Neil Rogers Show, I believe it is, has been playing farts again. Now, this flies in the face of God and the FCC. Well, not really the FCC, but we know so little of broadcasting, we don't want to take any chances. Subsequently, this validates our fear of syndicating Neil's show on our other stations. Uh, not that it ever would have occurred to us in the first place. Uh, we're much too busy convincing ourselves that we know what we're doing. After all, we are based in prestigious Fort Myers, a town that Oscar named after his weenie. Suffice it to say, if you want to feel important, rent office space above a seashell store in Fort Myers. Can't get more cosmopolitan than that. Uh, uh, not to mention, uh, as a Florida-based business, uh, we benefit by not having to pay our bills or employees. Uh, uh, so, uh, I... Uh, well, that's good, Joyce. Thank you. I'm done. I think that's the last straw, ain't it? 20, 20 after 1 at QAM. Yeah, go over to Naples and uh, hook up with Hurricane uh, Hotline and the uh, Dolphin Denny and uh, Billy DeMarlin and uh, have a good time over there with Joyce. Maybe she'll take you out to dinner, Josh. Maybe you can get Joyce. How are we doing on that? Are we like over 1,100 votes ahead? Even though we are, we have declining length of listenership and we have uh, that horrible summer book when George is on and then Neil is old and doddering and. Right. Too bad we can't be young and hip with them uh, with no numbers. 3929 for QAM and 2780 for the ticket. So there's the uh, number so far. We're 1,149 votes ahead. Well, that's not enough, is it? No, it's not. Well, no, it's not because we got to, like, uh, you know, build up several thousand vote lead because the rest of our guys, they don't want to. They don't want to play. We want to be one million votes ahead. That's right. They took their sticks and bats and balls and they uh, went home, take a shower or whatever. Got some bad news for you. La Nina is back. Okay. Incredible. Here's something hurricane-weary residents of Florida and the rest of the southeast didn't want to hear. La Nina is back. Government forecasters yesterday today announced the official return of La Nina, making it sound more like a rock music tour than a weather phenomenon that could enhance the development and strength of hurricanes. Oh, my God. Oh, not again. Please. Cracker, please. La Nina is the periodic cooling of a key area of the eastern Pacific Ocean, and it tends to occur every three to five years. Sea temperatures, even one degree Fahrenheit below normal, can inhibit the development of crosswinds that sometime weaken or tear apart hurricanes. In the absence of those crosswinds, more hurricanes can form and strengthen. Experts caution that they may that they not yet draw meaningful conclusions from the return of La Nina, which is described as relatively moderate and could dissipate by summer. Like those numbers we saw in December from across the street. They'll dissipate a lot sooner than that. It's too early to say with confidence what effects this La Nina event will have in the 2006 hurricane season. Jim Laver Director of NOAA said in a statement, other effects associated with La Nina, he's the guy that brought the hammer. Other effects associated with La Nina include drought in parts of the south and southwest and above average rain in the northwest and the Tennessee Valley. Because God is angry, 
That's why that uh, tornado went spewing by uh, New Orleans again today. God is very uh, pissed off. He wants a chocolate New Orleans. A mocha. Mocha latte. That's what he wants. La Nina's yeah. In fact, if some of you guys would just go to Starbucks and get him one, maybe calm him down a little bit. I'll be right back. Because his wrath is waxing hot. La Nina is the opposite of El Nino, a warming of the eastern Pacific that can suppress hurricane development. The last lot of Nina developed in 2000-2001. In December, a team led by private hurricane forecaster William Gray of Colorado State predicted 17 named tropical storms in 2006 that grew into nine, that grew into nine hurricanes. Nine, count them. Even Robert Creeper can count too. Nine. Oh, God. The flat forecast accounted for a mild La Nina called for above-average storm formation, but the forecast suggested less activity than during the record-setting 2005, thanks God, when 27 named storms developed into 15 hurricanes. The six-month hurricane season begins June 1. But if we have, like, lousy numbers because everybody's radio is shut off, don't blame the uh, Hurricane Wilma, you know? What, a, what an idiotic comment. And here they had a .3 in Emma. A 0 0.3, but don't blame Wilma. Okay, now we'll give you guys full marks for that. It's all on your ass, you moron. God. There's, you know what? I've always said about nothing worse than people who aren't funny trying to be funny. And there's nothing worse than people who aren't broadcasters trying to be broadcasters. You know what I'm talking about? What are you talking about? Oh, but we got the bats and the balls and we got the dolphins and we got a bunch of sports guys who take showers together and snap each other with a towel on the ass. Ow! 39 dollars 2802 a difference of 1183 almost 1200 I think I can breathe easy if we got about a 1,500 vote lead by the time uh, we get our ass out here, too. Do they make way for Geldy? Right? Because I'm sure Geldy will be leaning on it. You think? 944. How ironic it is. I just can't stop thinking about that. He's in that two to four a couple of days a week now in that slot, in that kind of rotating slot, perch and rotate. Two to four yeah. with no more mo. 944 is our total in our pool, so we'll make that 1,000. Who's got the least self-respect? Colin Powell, 168. I hate this pool, 160. Courtney Love, 149. Paris Hilton, 127. The QM Sports staff, they don't want to, 96. How come I can't get that uh, damn blue stuff? Well, I just, you can get huh? it off of there. I just, oh, there it is. Uh, QM Sports staff, 96. The Democrats, 58. Miss Fudge, she's got 56 and is listening right now. Hey, Miss Fudge, you, you self-hating piece of turd. God, talk about a total sellout. Ron Jeremy, 46, Jack Abramoff, 34, Jose Consucco, 22, Robert Downey, Jr., 20, and Alan Brown, another vote for Alan T. Brown. Downtown Alan Brown, we have an ocho, eight. that exciting? Now, before today, we didn't even know who the hell that was. I didn't. Did you who? ever hear him before? Who? <laughs> What's his name? Never heard of him. The guy that wrote that Joe Rose brought that uh, email in this morning. Five six seven oh five sixty. We'll take a couple of calls between now and two. Our poll, the poll question is, how badly do you miss Mo? Isn't that the poll? Let's do it. WQAM, hello. Yeah, that tornado went through New Orleans. Was it a chocolate tornado? No, it was uh, uh, vanilla. WQAM, hello. This is Mohawk David. Good. Yeah, good. WQAM, hello. Neil. QAM, yes, sir. Neil, how are you? Listen, uh, for the poll, uh, for the subdivision for the Democrats, Joe Lieberman. He's just out of the league. Uh, Jose Canseco is 16th Street of Southwest. And when the book came out, there were all these Julios there cleaning the street, actually, like six of them, if you won't believe it. <laughs> okay, you're the interpreter. I didn't understand. Say what? 
Say what? I'm in the middle of a sneezing fit right now. Oh, good. Oh, oh you can do it like I did in the middle of that spot. That was good. It was special. Oh, God, he's blowing his nose on the ear. What a slob. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, I'm an acquaintance of Alan Brown's. Uh, I listen to your show and defend your show, but Alan Brown is a so he's not looking over anybody's shoulders. He's, he's what? A paraplegic. Yeah, right. Yeah. 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 yeah okay. Whatever you say. For a dollar. Uh-huh. So what does that have to do with it? Oh, he's not, I see he's not looking at very. That was a little tempted humor. Very weak, especially especially when you look like that. Yeah. Hmm. We're not looking over our shoulder either, okay? We're only looking straight ahead. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing, buddy? Pretty uh, good, Pally. I was listening to Geldy yesterday. Yeah? And he was, he was one of the guys who was saying, ah, that, that, that falls a joke, man. I don't need to ignore it. You're going to have to listen to that. So. I don't want to. I don't want to. That sister needs to get with it. I still don't know how he has children. And number two, I was going through Naples the other day. I do a lot of driving. I could have yeah. swore I saw the old joyster doing old deep knee bends in a cucumber patch. <laughs> oh, lovely. Five. <laughs> Probably some truth to that. Five, six, seven. <laughs> you know what they say about repressed women, don't you? No. What do they say? Oh, that was kind of cute. Cute. 954 on our poll. We've got about 33 minutes to get 46. That should be like a no-brainer, right? No-drainer? Right. <clears throat> hey, Valentine's Day is coming up, so send your wife or girlfriend something she'll really love and always remember. Send her a Vermont teddy bear this year. They've got fun bears with attitude like the Loverboy bear, the Mysterious Love Bandit, the Mad About You bear, or the new Red Hot Redneck. If you're a romantic, send the Sweetheart Bear or the Red Rose Bouquet Bear. There's a bear for every personality, and believe me, these bears work wonders. Best of all, she'll thank you every time she hugs it, and her bear, too, and they'll deliver it with chocolate and a gift card in their famous box for about the price of just a dozen roses. A Vermont teddy bear keeps giving and giving, and Vermont teddy bears are the only bears handmade in America and guaranteed for life. Guys, make this the best Valentine's Day ever. Maybe you get lucky and get you a little, even at home. Call 1-800-829-BEAR or shop online at vermontteddybear.com. Order now and have her bear delivered right on Valentine's Day. Guaranteed, you got plenty of time. 1-800-829-BEAR. And be sure and tell that old Neil told you to call. 1-800-829-BEAR. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. We know that the Lord even loves Neil Rogers. Who sounds like a moron. Time. Every time you see it's the way God wants it to be. Wants to take a city and cover it in sleep. Renegan can. Renegan can. Renegan can. Renegan can because he wants to make new Orleans taste good. And I don't care what people are saying. Sounds like Jesse Jackson. We as black people. His comments are bizarre. Surely God is mad. There's the locals to a Willy Wonka bar. Chocolate. Yes, Ray Nagin can. Ray Nagin can, because he wants to make a new Orleans taste good. It's time for us to come together. It's time for us to rebuild a New Orleans, the one that should be uptown or wherever they are. This city will be chocolate, a chocolate New Orleans. He never takes the blame 
for anything you say. Chocolate at the end of the day. Put that chocolate in some coffee and you'll off Juan Valdez. Renegan can. Renegan can. You no, know I can. Ray Megan can because he wants to make New Orleans taste good. You can't have New Orleans no other way. It wouldn't be New Orleans. It just won't be the same, man. 132. I got so many polls going and so many numbers. Uh, I was going to say it's 132, but 132 wouldn't be bad. First for you, for him, right? Right. That's for damn sure. Which of these uh, big two stations do you prefer for sports radio? This is Greg Kotex at the Miami Herald. Be sure and keep banging on us all day. We want to have like 50,000 votes by the end of the day just to piss off downtown Allen Brown. QAM, 4,074, 59%. 790 the ticket, 2838, 41%. That's a lead of uh, 1,100. Or is it 1,200? I can't even count that anymore. 1,236. That's kind of close, isn't it? I don't know. I can't do math. 1236. No, it's, uh, and it's widening. We're just pulling away. Thanks to our gigantic loyal audience out there. You're slipping, guys, and you're like the listenership is really way down, and you're, uh, Mama. Leave Mama out of it, okay? She's resting comfortably. Alito sides with misery inmate on death row. Do you see this story? No. His very first uh, decision, and he pissed off the conservatives. New Supreme Court Justice Samuel Alito split with the court's conservatives last night, refusing to let Missouri execute a death row inmate contesting lethal injection. Alito, handling his first case, sided with inmate Michael Taylor, who had won a stay from an appeals court earlier in the evening. See, if it would have been a little girl, he would have said friar ass. Chief Justice John Roberts and Justices Antonin Scalia and Clarence Token Thomas supported lifting the stay, but Alito joined the remaining five members in turning down Missouri's last-minute request to allow a midnight execution. Earlier in the day, Alito was sworn in for a second time in a White House ceremony where he was lauded by President Bush as a man of steady demeanor, careful judgment, and complete integrity. He was also given his assignment for handling uh, emergency appeals, Arkansas, Iowa, Minnesota, Missouri, Nebraska, North Dakota, and South Dakota. As a result, Missouri filed with Alito its request for the high court to avoid a stay and allow Taylor's execution. The court split vote last night ended a frenzied day of filings. Missouri twice asked the justices to intervene and permit the execution, while Taylor's lawyers filed two more appeals seeking delays. Reporters and witnesses had gathered at the state prison awaiting word from the high court on whether to go ahead with the execution. And they wanted to see the sparks fly, even though they use no sparking no more. They want to see a few fireworks. An appeals court will now review Taylor's claim that lethal injection is cruel and unusual punishment, a claim also used by two Florida death row inmates that one stays from the Supremes over the past week. I like that. Maybe he's going to turn out to be uh, wonderful, you think? No. A real uh, kind of like moderate guy, you think? Wonderful, no. wonderful. No. There you go. Keep your eye on our pool now. Don't let us uh, slide off of that thousand barrier, because if we don't get to that, then we'll be like sending us more hostile faxes. You made a mistake. Yeah, see, 967. That ain't exactly what I'm thinking of. Like, like a shoe-in for a thousand in 25 minutes. Should be. Right? Should be. Right. So you can, like, like we need 23. So that's like only one a minute. So you can ease off on that other thing until 2 o'clock and then go nuts. Then I'd get on there. I'd start, I'd start out sending out emails to people, to fetuses, to embryos, to people that haven't been dreamed up yet. Right? Right. Send them all out. Oh, here's that blood sport again. Look at that. He's all banged up. Oh, put the shirt back on. Jesus, God. Isn't this exciting? That backyard uh, wrestling. Isn't that what they're no, showing again? No, it's actually uh, pretty boring. Yeah. He got a couple of bunks on his head. Oh, I think he just got a couple of bad zits. No, we're talking about the backyard wrestling babes. Yeah, that's a DVD. That's a whole different story. You're talking about that mud wrestling in the backyard. And mud slinging. 
Fat-ass Governor Jeb Bush yesterday ruled out his eighth and final budget recommendation calling for record tax breaks while pumping almost $2 billion into new school construction. Keeping with the theme of his administration, the Republican governor wants much of that new money funneled into programs that would lure high-paying science and technology jobs, hire new teachers and build classrooms to meet the class size mandate, and fund an Everglades cleanup. I bet he's got some devious plans. It would also fatten taxpayers' wallets through sales tax holidays and by eliminating the intangibles tax on stocks and bonds. But... Democrats said the budget left behind improved health care coverage for the poor. South Florida school officials were also wary of their potential effect. While calling for an average $347 increase in per-student spending statewide, Bush's plan would give Broward County a $278 increase and Dade County only $281. See that? Short end of the stick. Mm-hmm. We're not thrilled. We're below the state average. We can't maintain quality school systems when we're at the bottom of the barrel, said Georgia Slack. Lobbyist for the Broward Public School System, she said she wouldn't give the governor any slack. Palm Beach County would get a $376 per student increase, but much of that new money would be earmarked for class size reduction, retirement programs, and growth in the number of new students. It would be a little bit tight. At this point, it would place the county in a difficult situation, said Vern Pickup Crawford. Lobbyist for the Palm Beach County School Board. That's his name. It's a hyphenated name. Vern Pickup Crawford. Wow. How do you get a name like that? Go to the airport and pick up Crawford, I guess. I, I, I never heard such a thing in my life. No. Burn, pick up Crawford. Only in Palm Beach, baby. Probably Okeechobee, yeah. Pahokee. Scientists have discovered a new planet, planet bigger than Pluto. I don't know if it's as big as Uranus. German astrophysicists have concluded a space body located in the outer reaches of the solar system has a diameter of 435 miles larger than Pluto, the smallest planet. Well, maybe we can divert that uh, shuttle we sent up the other day and send it to the new planet. Because Pluto's about the size of a fat boy's ass. Their research puts more pressure on the International Astronomical Union to classify the object as the tenth planet in our solar system. Oh, my God. UB313. That's a hell of a bad name for a planet, ain't it? They always give those rocks out there in the middle of the uh, sky, you know, uh-huh. middle of the universe. Well, you can name it eventually. UB313 is decidedly larger than Pluto, said University of Bonn professor Frank Bertoldi, whose team findings will be published in Thursday's journal Nature Today. The object tentatively named 2003 UB313, UB uh-huh. this, UB that. It's, it's like an icy it's body that lies beyond the planet Neptune. You'd be crazy if you believe in this, but it's true. Oh, yeah, UB Ellen. was first photographed in October 2003 by astronomers at the California Institute of Technology's Palomar Observatory. Uh, that Palomar telescope, they've come to uh, see some things over my place, too, north of San Diego. Astronomers announced last summer that it was large enough to be a planet, was largely, likely much larger than Pluto. To determine the size, the Bond team led by Bertoldi and Max Planck Institute for Radio Astronomy used a Spanish telescope equipped with a sensitive heat sensor to measure its thermal emission. Like I'm kicking out today. Huh? Kicking out a lot of thermal emissions myself today. Are you really? That's what I'm uh, hearing and smelling. That's what Josh was complaining about. Two candle days. He said he's not going to work for free if he has to put up with that crap too much longer. That is a perk. Is it really? How are you spelling that? Okay, now let's take a look at these deals here. I realize I'm spending way too much on this, but after tomorrow it'll be like all history and it'll be all behind us and everybody can go back to like pretending, uh, you know, that they don't care about it. They do. Well, Geldy don't care because he's not on it. I guarantee, I guarantee if his name was on there, he'd be Am I right? Why, why isn't his name on there? Because they only put four people from our station. And that, that was the whole idea in the, in the original pool last week. That, that was to slight everybody else like Curtis and Kimba. And uh, Eddie K and, and everybody else. Up was Eddie K on it? Uh, yeah, he was on it. And uh, important people like Troy Stratford, Lady Martez. How can you leave a guy like I that off our poll? Jesse Agler. Jesse Agler. Jesse uh, Matagudo. 980 vote. 
Who has the least self-respect? Colin Powell, 172. We're rolling with Colin. In fact, don't you have kind of like, it sounds to me like maybe you have a rolling Colin. Maybe that's your story. Yeah, it's rolling all right like thunder. <laughs> Too much of that, Tony's. I hate this pool, 169. Courtney Love, 153. Paris Hilton, 132. The QM Sports Staff, we don't want to. 98. The Democrats, 65. Matt Fudge, he had 57. Ron Jeremy, 48. Jack Abramoff, 34. Jose Canseco, 24. Robert Downing Jr., 21. And look at that. Alan T. Brown, big man in town. Nine. He's got uh, nine. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. All right. If there's a butt, I smell it. All right. Rectum. It sounds like an even 1,400 vote lead for us, for the good guys. You know who's going to be really upset about this? All the people on this email. Do you want to read the names again? No. Bungled Peace Building opens door to terrorism, writes Stephen Leahy in the Interpress Service. Washington's attempts to bring security to Iraq and Afghanistan are not only making life harder for local people, they're breeding more terrorists or international security experts. Oh, my God. A little slow there. Under its anti-terrorism agenda, the U.S. has centralized power and security in post-conflict Iraq and Afghanistan, which ironically creates perfect conditions for terrorists and criminals. All right. There is a great fear that unstable states and post-war societies provide an ideal breeding ground for terrorist training activity, said Albrecht Schnabel, a senior fellow, senior fellow with a research program on human security in Bern, Switzerland. Albrecht Schnabel. Yet almost three years after the toppling of Saddam Hussein, Iraq is characterized by chaos, violence, and disintegration. All of these things. The methods used to rebuild Iraq's security sector are simply making matters worse, he told the Interpress Service. 
Schnabel is co-editor of a new book, Security Sector Reform and Post-Conflict Peacebuilding, published by UN uh, University Press and written by an international group of academics and military commanders who examine the record and challenges of security sector reform in post-conflict societies. Instead of stabilizing places like Iraq, international efforts to centralize power, creating a more fragile security environment than ever before, Schnabel said. And it goes on. It's on our website, by the way, some of our great bedtime stories, which you might want to read in between casting your 80,000 votes for QAM on Greg Kotex's Herald, on his fine blog on the Herald. Now, next time you want to sell a, uh, send a telegram, you know where not to go? Do you see this? No. no. Oh, a Western Union. Oh, well, I don't use that. No, but isn't that kind of shocking, though? Why? Wonder, what shocking? else do they do? Uh, money uh, transfers. Money orders, uh, wires. No more little yellow envelopes with good news and bad news. Stop. No more singing telegrams. Stop. No more night letters. Stop. No more telegrams of any kind. Stop. If you're voting for the other guys across the street, stop. Western Union shut off its telegraph machines, wound, uh, wounded by fax machines, and finally done in by email, like this one from Alan Brown to all the people over there across the street. The bright yellow telegram with little strips of words pasted on the form is only an artifact of history now. In its day, the arrival of telegram was a very big deal, stopping the heart in mid-beat. Nervous fingers to opening a little yellow envelope and breathing stop. <gasps> Nobody sent trivial news by telegram. Telegrams announced business deals, faraway births, sudden deaths. In wars past, parents got the bad news by Western Union. The President of the United States regrets to inform you that uh, your son or daughter has just been butchered, or whatever. With no hint of irony, Western Union sent the message of its own death in the medium that helped the telegram's demise, the Internet's. The message posted on the Western Union website without fanfare was couched in language of lawyers and accountants. Effective January 27, 2006, Western Union will discontinue all telegram and commercial messaging services. We regret any inconvenience this may cause you, and we thank you for all your loyal patronage. No loss. Yeah, and anyone inconvenienced by this must be Amish. Come on. Are you picking on them for Amish or schleppers no, again? No, I love the Amish. I know, it's They're just busy horsing around. And they're not listening. See, it's easy to pick on them because they can't have a radio. Oh, they can borrow one. Can they really? They can listen to one. They can just uh, not own it. Let's see. 29 would be 1437. and there's 1,444 votes. We're, we're, we're pushing toward that 1,500 total we were aiming for by 2 o'clock. Aren't you, aren't you just psychotic about this? No. Well, I know somebody who might be. <laughs> oh. Uh, in fact, I know a whole, a whole bunch of people who might just be. Wouldn't you think? And I bet you the names are all on that sheet of paper that, Joe Rose, uh, that you uh, faxed over to me this morning. That was quite a deal. And then, in fact, the other one that you faxed in, too, was quite a deal, but we can't say it on the air. That was real interesting, a real fly-opener. Oh, speaking of that, has broke back, set back gay rights. You fairy! Movie has become a springboard for tasteless gay jokes. As the Academy of Motion Pictures validates Brokeback Mountain with eight nominations, the movie has become an excuse to tell graphic sexual jokes that make fun of gays. What a shame. 1,006 votes on our poll, by the way. Thank you. Forget the obvious, Jay and Dave, who played a middle America. Now, let's see. Did you say you got it? You see, who told me they had it? Brokeback Mountain? Yeah. I have it. You didn't watch it, though. No, and I sent you a copy. Oh, you did? Yeah. Excellent. Even TV news anchors are getting in on the act. Chris Morrow, a San Antonio anchor, quipped recently, why don't they just give one of those guys from Brokeback Mountain best actress? <laughs> but bloggers, many of whom are thought to be more progressive thinkers, are the ones having a field day. Item, a takeoff on Barry Manilow's Copacabana. Chorus, up at Brokeback Mountain, those gay cowboys, they did some mountain. Up at Brokeback, Brokeback Mountain, they felt the passions, they discussed fashion. And it's Barry Manilow. Hey, Barry. You fairy. Some other ones, too. I'm not going to sing the songs because I can't sing. Take off on the Beatles' Get Back. 
Gyllenhaal's Jack Twist, he thought he was a woman, but he was another man. Hot Anne Hathaway would love to give it to him. Instead, he'll take it in the, you know. Uh, item, the movies referred to as Humpback Mountain, Bareback Mountain, Brokebutt Mountain, Fudgepack Mountain, and so on. The item, the movies making history is the first Western ever where the good guys get it in the end. Right. Item, question, how do you know when a holly puke fake cowboy is horny? Answer, he puts the saddle on his horse backward. What? That's old. It's one of our, one of our bits. Yeah. It's ironic that the movie has broken barriers. It also the source of some pretty snarky jokes. Damon Romine, spokesman for the Gay and Lesbian Alliance Against Defamation, said his organization has not been monitoring blogs, but been watching late-night TV shows, and that Glad doesn't have a problem with the broke-back jokes. Well, thank God for that. Nothing worse than an uptight queen. With all the buzz and visibility broke-backs broke begin, he said he'd be more concerned if Leonard and Letterman weren't talking about it. Excellent point, right? Excellent. Yeah, I think he's got his, his little pinky right on it. A thousand and eight votes on our pool, and the other one I'm not even going to look at it, you know, because it's just it's it's stupefying. It's kind of scary, isn't it? No, oh, Representative John Bonner, chosen new House Majority Leader. I mean, we could go back. Well, where should we start? Should we go back? Looks like a real dullard in a very nasty Brooks Brothers suit to me, don't he? Who looks really dangerous? This guy on it, the new uh, the guy that's replacing, uh, you know, uh, Tom Delay. Oh, John Bonner. I'm, I'm sure that's how you pronounce his name. Now, I know how you'd say it, and you better not. You get joyce. So what do, you, what do you think? What do you make of this today? Have we accomplished something? I, I think if I make it till 2 without uh, messing myself, it'll be quite an accomplishment. Really? Yeah. Well, nobody, first of all, you had you had a little uh, situation in the beginning before we even started, and then right. you, you, like, farted, and then, uh -huh. I haven't and then you had farting that, uh, Brad and Tony's there, about uh, 15 pieces of uh, slices of pizza all for you. little antipasto salad is all I had. Get out of here. Is that what all he ate was a little antipasto? Yeah, that's all he ate. Really? And really? you? I did, <laughs> did some stuffed shells, yeah, some garlic and, rolls, some yeah, salad. And, yeah, you're going to do some stuff all right pretty soon, I have a feeling. All for you. Anyway, we got the Geldy standing by. You watch, Geldy, you'll talk him into it. Get him leaning on that pole today. He can get his uh, 40, 50 listeners out there to really hop on. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Geldy, Geldy, talking on a sports show, trying to be macho. Your voice sounds just like a seven-year-old girl, a little sports whole show. What else are you there for? Geldy, Geldy, talking like a baby who needs a little training. Why can't you understand? You don't sound like a man. Remove the rubber bands that choke your throat. Come, Gelby, 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 Gelby. Your lucky management don't care, 'cause Gelby, you don't belong there on the air. And Geldy, the sports can wait till your voice cracks. Cause anyone who sounds like that should find another job. Yes. And they should only take you back when both your BBs drop. <laughs> oh, Geldy, Geldy, when you're gonna grow up, you make us want to throw up. You silly, squeaky boo. Go to broadcasting school. Your pre-pubescent voice makes you 
Okay, what's with the we got Geldy, the aforementioned one coming up at 2 o'clock. Peter King with Geldy at 3. I have no idea why, but he seems to be like a regular. Maybe he's on the payroll. Maybe we're paying Peter King the money that Josh should be getting for his raise, you think? It's possible. If it's more than 5 bucks, then it must be. Mad Dog at Smoky Bones in Fort Lauderdale at 4. Hurricane Hotline at Bernie Kozar Steakhouse at 7. Joe Z at Bernie's for the Beast, who's up in Detroit, walking around in uh, dark neighborhoods, 9 o'clock, and that could be anywhere. And Eddie K at 10. Now, here's the deal. Okay. 1,607 votes ahead. See that? All right. See the power of... Uh, oh, God! Right. This audience and uh, whatever. 4505 QAM, which of the two stations you prefer for sports radio? Which of the two stations you prefer, period? See? He didn't yeah. want to put that on there because that would include me, and that would be really bad. 4505 for us and 2898 for the ticket for that other place with downtown Allen Brown. So what are you thinking? Pretty good job today by us, huh? Yeah, I'm thinking uh, one more minute, and I can go take care of some business. <laughs> oh, no. Man, I've heard of a music explosion. And we got 1,025 on, uh, on our own pool there. Which, you know, and it's not even a good poll today. The poll sucks. Sorry, Sean. I don't want to, like, pick on Sean because he really works feverishly to, you know, send us a pile of polls. But uh, this one, I mean, you know, it's okay. It's right? a good poll, but we're just distracted by this other thing. We're distracted. we got bigger fish to fry, and then tomorrow we'll wrap that whole thing up and win, win by about 50,000 votes, and then we can go back to uh, just kicking people's ass. Bye, bye, bye. When it comes to sports. Blue 89. Blue 89. Rock solid. We the authority. Sports Radio 560, WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale.